Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Alright everybody, hey, welcome to Clickstoff. Today we got a uh, special episode. Uh, it's the first time that Clickstoff is actually all recorded together in the same room. Um, this is Daniel, your host, and uh, we got Jason in the room today. Hey, what's up? And uh, David Gosselman. Hey! And uh, special guest, uh, Jeremy Stallings. How you doing? How you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing good, how you doing? <laughs> so, uh, we're, all, uh, we're all recording today before the... Uh, uh, wrestling uh, pay per view tonight, uh, Battlegrounds. Did I get that right, guys? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Battlegrounds. No plural. There are not the, multiple grounds of battle. <laughs> there are not multiple grounds of battle. Uh, and later in the show today, um, uh, Howard Brock will be joining us as well. So we're going to knock out some of our stuff and then have uh, Howard join us up. So uh, Dave and I, uh, along with our teammate Luke, just got back from uh, the Super Qualifier in Kokomo, Indiana. Um, PJ held a great event, has a great store, tons of prizing, uh, had a blast yesterday at the event. Um, I did okay, I guess, and uh, Dave uh, did all right, missed the top eight cut by a bit. Uh, by one. Yeah, by <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, by one point? Oh, uh, he finished ninth. Yes. Yeah, ninth. Dave, Dave finished ninth and uh, missed the top cut uh Mike uh, Mike Smith uh, knocked him out with his uh, fourth round. Uh, he scored a bunch of points in the fourth round. Five hundred. Five hundred and something, yeah. Um, Call-in kills. How deadly is that? Apparently, very deadly when you're trying to get in the top eight. So, um, shout out to uh, John Cadillac Cat Cadillac. Sorry, John. We all call you John Cad Cadillac. Um, I'm sure it's Cadillac. Um, John actually uh, bested me in the uh, final round and uh, took first over uh, over my uh, second place. So um, my uh, top rock finish so far. So. I can see the bitterness in his face. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> disappointed, right? I mean, you, you can't you can't be a little disappointed without you know going that far and uh, you know not getting over the hump. But uh, so Dave, I guess we can talk about. Uh, we'll start out with uh, what teams we did play yesterday. Okay. Um, so if you want to give us a rundown of your uh, full page of team, uh, do you want to go round by round, or do we? No, wanna... it's just what team did you play? Oh, okay. So I played um, Proteus, uh, possessing Morlock, Henry, the Quinjet with resource, um, and an Ultron Eight drone and a Gorotron drone, and I had seven ID cards, which were Superman, where I had the shifting focus for. Um, Charge Superman, the Defense Superman with Sidestep, and the <clears throat> Hypersonic Superman. I had Green Arrow, the Gravity Feed 135 point Green Arrow that's badass. Um, Batman, Trinity War, of course. Terrible. 
<laughs> it's terrible. Would not recommend. Yeah, <laughs> zero out of ten piece. Apparently, he is a terrible ID card call-in. Said only one person ever. Yeah. So, um, and then let's see. I had level seven with Nick. Yeah, there we go. Of course, I should have never forgotten that. Level seven with Nick, aka everybody's first call-in. Um, you're gonna have to help me, Dan. I'm drawing a blank. You had to add him with the Adam at. Uh... That's right. Fifteen point plus <coughs> retaliation, Adam. Did you have Hawkman? No, I did not play Hawkman. Although I immediately regretted it because just seeing a giant embodiment of feathers smash Hawk someone with a ship anchor is pretty badass. And then you had uh, Nightwing with uh, Tony. That's Zuko. right, Nightwing. Thank you. <laughs> with the Tony Zuko Pog. And that was. I think that was seven. I don't think we missed any. Yeah, it was close enough. Yeah. So I played the uh, Con Purple Skull Ship at 200 points. Um, the City Dial, 25 points. Uh, Tomica, uh, three ID cards. Uh, Shield Level 7 with Nick and AOU War Machine. Uh, Superman ID card with uh, KC Soups and Prime Brutal. And the Batman ID card with Trinity War Bats <coughs> and uh, KC Batman. Pandora's box with the Envy and the Wrath Relics for an even 300 points. And Jason Alvey didn't play anything because he didn't go. I had family in town. <laughs> I know. We're just, anyway. I'm just giving you shit. Yeah, it's okay. We had a good time. And then Luke, uh, Luke, our teammate, played uh, a, vo- a version of Dave's ProJet team there. Indeed he did. So, uh, And Luke finished uh, 15th, I think. Yeah. So uh, 23 players at the event. So, pretty good competition. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of really good players there. Yeah. Um, lots of cool stuff. Uh, so, Dave, uh, you want to start round one? You remember who you played? I did. I played Harry Dempsey, and he had a Midnight Suns team. And, uh, <clears throat> to be honest, um, I completely brain farted, like, part of the ATA. So, I knew I couldn't draw a line of fire to him, right? Mm-hmm. As long as he had stealth. So I'm sitting there, and we're playing, and, you know, I moved my Quinjet up because I'm like, well, this guy's going to punch. He's playing Blade and Question together, and I think he's got double possessors, and he's playing the uh, the box, which, you know, is cool. I love the team. It's a little slow, but, like, you know, you can afford to be slow whenever people can't shoot you. <clears throat> so I moved everybody up, and I know that I'm going to have to call people in to really to hit him, you know, because the drones are not... I'm not going to put an Ultron drone up against Chase Question because he's not going to win. Right. Because he's Chase Question. Cause, because Chase Question will will kill a 500-point team alone. Right, of That's, course. He's like the Chuck Norris of Hero Clicks. Exactly. But um, <laughs> <laughs> under his fedora, there's another fist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But um, <clears throat> so I moved everybody up. And so this is the funny part is... He comes in and he charges a drone with Chase Question, and he crit misses. And at that point, he goes, well, this game is over. And I completely brain farted the fact that once they leave top click, they don't have the ATA anymore. Well, they still have. They still get stealth. They just don't get right, the line of fire. Right, but they don't have. Yeah. Right, I can shoot him now. Right, he is shootable. I can punch him in the dick and shoot him from far away, and I completely forgot that and literally picked up my whole team with the Quinjet and moved them over to where Blade was, and then I 
sat there next to Blade while he was tokened up, and then my, he cleared. My next turn, I called out Superman, and then I free action called out Nick, just to make sure that I was going to get two punches on him, and possibly the jet punching him too. Right. And right about the time I had Blade on his last click, I was like, oh shit, why'd I move everybody? I could have punched your question, or I could have shot your question from over there or something yeah. like that. And he's like, yeah, I was wondering why you did that. And, uh, yeah, so that was my first round matchup. But what, what about you, Dan? What'd you so, I guess, oddly enough, I didn't realize that until right now, is that uh, it was a Clickstaff versus a Dial H in round one. Indeed. Indeed, Indeed it, it was. was. So, I played uh, Drew Alderson. Um, and oh, my you, goodness. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't realize you played yeah. the other. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, I played Yeah, I played the one of the other hosts from uh, Dial H for Heroclix. Uh, great guys. Uh, he was playing a Crane Seifert team. With uh, a round table. Okay. Uh, so he had Krang, Seifert, uh, uh, an Ultron 6, I think. The one with the shooting out the arm laser. Um, and uh, Baxter Stockman as well. Okay. Um, so Drew, uh, Drew made a couple of mistakes early on. He power-actioned Seifert to move and started to make his move and attack. And was like, crap, I forgot to go Colossal. And pick a power with Crane. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it happens. You know, first round, you're nervous and, you know, first round jitters. Um, so, uh, Brutal, I, you know, he missed uh, the ship. Uh, the ship called out Brutal. Brutal missed him for seven pin damage. Um, I called out uh, Nick a few rounds later and one-shotted uh, Crane, who had took a little bit of damage from something else. The Adam Colossal retaliating. He did end up hitting me. The, I think the Adam Colossal retaliated, and Nick called him, finished him off. Uh, and then once I finished off his drone, uh, the game was pretty much done. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> um. So let's get Jason involved. What do you think about uh, Harry and uh, Drew's teams? Uh. Well. I don't really know what Drew's team was. Uh, uh, Crane, 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 Seifert, okay. Baxter, Ultron. Craneford. I'm just tired of seeing Crane. To be honest with you, like Craneford. Everybody and their mama's playing Crane now. Right. So Jason does not like your team, Drew. Sorry. So, sorry, Drew. No, still, nothing against you, Drew, because you're awesome. But right, we love you, Drew. But uh, I'm gonna see Midnight Suns make a little bit of a comeback, maybe. Right. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah. What about you, Jeremy? Thoughts? Yeah, I definitely like the Midnight Suns team for sure. I've been trying to build one of those. Originality for the win, baby. That's right. I'm all about originality. So and I really you don't like, like Crane? No, I don't like Crane. You don't no. like the giant? I don't, like, I don't like anything much from Turtles in tournament play. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Did you hear that, Kyle Cooney? Just tell us how you really feel. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, you know, oddly enough, there was no actual Turtles yesterday that I saw. Other than Crane? Other than Crane. Oh, you mean, like, or you mean like the actual, like, the yeah. four I mean, turtles that are Teenage Mutant and Ninja? Right, yeah, I mean the four-legged shelled things. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so... They're actually bipedal. So, I mean, two-legged yeah. with two arms. But I get what you're saying. Right. Right. Yeah, right. turtles. Turtles. Um, so, <laughs> so there were other wipes. Uh, there were other wipes that were full 300 points uh, round one. So Dave and I got both got 300 points. Indeed. Um, so, uh, you know, what do you think that would happen? You know, surely the win system would match us up 
with somebody else, right? No. Of course. Of I mean, course, right? Why would the wind system make you play one, potentially two in a row people that you drove there with? Right. So round two uh, matched up uh, Dave and I. Um, not fun at all because we had practiced against each other, you know, dozens of times with our teams. And it actually it went better for me in tournament play than it did in practice. Right. So <laughs> Dave, Dave and I's dice both failed us. Even with probs and all that good jazz. I double whiffed that skull ship with Nick Fury. Double whiff. Yeah, it was like a three and a four. I wow. needed a six. Yeah. Double Nick, whiff. Nick Nick whiffed. For six damage. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, my KC soups needed a six and missed twice. That's with, true. For nine damage on the jet. Yep. Um, so it actually was... Super close. Dave almost killed two of my call-ins, uh, Soups and War Machine, and um, I mean, golly, uh, it actually we actually I actually ended up pulling out the win over Dave. Yeah. Uh, One hundred and four fifteen to fifty-nine. Yeah, and uh, I did twelve clicks of pulse wave damage to the skull ship in in one turn, two turns. Yeah. So <laughs> what were you using the pulse wave? I called in a free. 150 Trinity War Batman, perplex up his damage, hit him for four pulse wave with Batman, hit him for four pulse wave with the ship. That made attacks. Let me make this clear. <laughs> the freaking Quinjet made attacks. 11 attack, four damage, pulse wave. Alright, so anyway, and then the next turn, I hit him again with uh, Batman to push, and the plan was to follow up with another pulse wave, but I whiffed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. You didn't pick your stats or powers from the Quinjet, right? I was trying to um, conserve. Yeah, um, yeah. And about this time, I had uh, fully assimilated all of the cities on the map, right? And uh, I started uh, running and regening <laughs> um, because, well, what I knew was, oh, I'd fully you could assi- outpace the jet. I yeah. could outpace the jet, especially if I could get him off a running shot. Um, and Dave made a mistake of not using Tony Zuko to heal the ship. I wanted to push it on the hypersonic speed, but Dan insisted upon not shooting it. <laughs> so he didn't help me get it over there to it. Right, because, right, and that's part of the problem with facing somebody that you drove with was, you know, Dave and I had talked about, oh, you know, the you know hypersonic Quinjet with 11-4 damage and, you know. And precision strike. Yeah, and 8 range, <laughs> you know, that's terrible. Right, um, yeah, it's terrible. I don't know why anybody would ever... Ever make attack? Oh, with the and you know what else? A probability control. Oh yeah, that's that's terrible. Wait, how many clicks of probability control do you think the Quinjet has on my team? Seventeen. Seventeen, maybe. Is it one? Possibly. No, it's definitely not one. What about five? No, no, no not five, not five. No. How about ten? I think I think probability control is on every click. Every click. Every single. For click. how many clicks? Seventeen clicks. Seventeen clicks. Seventeen a prob. Would you pay forty-five points for seventeen clicks of prob? I would pay prob? forty-five points for seventeen clicks of prob and pulse wave. That's right. Suck it. But I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Dave Dave ended up uh, crit hitting supporting with Tony Zuko, and then rolling a six. Woo! And so he got back onto running shot, um, and at which point I was, I think I was on an outwit click on the travel mode. Right, so you just like, continue to outpace this jet. Do not let it pulse wave me more. Right. And so I was able to uh, outrun Dave until time ran out. <laughs> um, you know, uh, it, there was no choice, right, but to do that. If I went to attack right. mode, if I went to attack mode, he would have eaten me alive. 
especially if I'd missed. <laughs> God. Uh, and uh, wait, what would have possibly made you miss? Could it have been that I had prob on every click of my seventeen right. dial? Yeah, I guess I could have. I could have outranged you nine to eight range, but that would have. Where would I get eight range from? I don't know. Doesn't that... the Quinjet only have six with two bolts? Oh wait, that's only when you have a pussy ass pilot in it. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, you know that's always tough, Dave. So I, I'll be, I'll say it right now, just to make sure everybody hears it. Dave was the hardest match of the day uh, for me. Um, not that I did not have other tough matches. Uh, Dave and I, Dave had my butthole puckered all match. Um, <laughs> that wasn't just a diarrhea. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, Jeremy. I, I was also having stomach issues. What is up with hero clicks, trips, and like bowel problems? Yeah. Happens every time. I know it. There's every just something time. weird. Yeah, well, I mean, we Cookville, Cookville, Cincinnati, Cookville, Cincinnati. Uh, we did okay in Bama. Cookville uh, Bojangles. Yeah, Bojangles. Bojangles stopped us up, um, and then uh, Kokomo. Um, but that took us on to round three. Um, I, I played Alex Blythe with uh, Iceman and Batmite and some drones in the Atom, and uh, you know, Alex. Um, did really good. He won the Little Rock Super Qualifier. You know, great friend. And uh, Alex, um, <laughs> Alex TK'd out his um, uh, Batmite, ran him all the way across the map, and uh, <clears throat> summoned over Iceman and rolled a one. Ooh. Oh, ouch. And um, failed. Yeah, that was that was not fun for Alex and. Uh, I, you know, it was tough. He ice-walled me a few times and giving me tokens on the ship. Uh, but I was able to get some colossal retaliations in. And uh, eventually, I, you know, kept my tokens off the travel mode. Mm-hmm. And was able to get out uh, Nick and, I believe, Brutal at, at both points. And was able to take out Iceman. Um, and then clean up the rest of his team. But Alex gave me a great match. Uh, that, that Iceman takes good... Yeah. Um, but you know, it reminds me a lot of our one of our favorite classics from the past, the uh, Bat Bell Bartabomb, where yeah. if, if you fucking whiff that opening shot, it's like, shit, shit, oh no, this is very bad. I was not supposed to whiff that opening shot. Yeah, yeah. Those that's... Iceman Alpha Strike teams remind me of good old Bat Bell Bartabomb. Yeah. Well, it just shows that you know Heroclix has uh, archetypal. Uh, team builds that have stayed been around for years, right? Right. There and, you go. Uh, Alex's team was definitely a good alpha strike, get that ice wall on you, and uh, good luck. And then he yoinks him back with Batmite. Right. Unless he uses all his actions. Yeah. Well, you can tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be next round. Well, no, round, no, you're round three. Well, my round three was against uh, Luke Shockley, who yeah. was one of... Oh, man. Darn it, win system, you evil bastard. You put me up against two of my teammates in a row... Yeah. So I had to play Luke, who had basically the same exact build I had, but it was my older build. So, like, I ran at States, I ran the Adam Colossal instead of Henry, and then I ran a couple different ID cards. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, Luke stayed with the older build. You know, he had one different drone than me, and he had Adam instead of Henry, whereas I chose to put Adam on the ID card instead of on the main force. Yeah, didn't he have a different ID card, too? Uh, yeah, we had a couple different ID cards. He used Constantine, which is cool if you can perma-summon him, 
But um, I I like to perma summon a couple other different things, and he had Captain Cole, which is really cool. But yeah, that was the two different ones, wasn't it? Right, those were the two different ones, and he used a Phalanx instead of a Gorotron. No, he used a Phalanx instead of the Ultron 6. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah. I love Ultron 8 because of that sharpshooter ability for the outwit off the Quinjet and for the running shot, 11 attack, side blast, 4 damage on his second click. Man, you love that 11-4, don't you, Dave? 11-4. 11-4, <laughs> baby! But hey, uh, what, what has 11-4 throughout its entire dial? Oh, God, God could it be maybe a Quinjet hey, with a Proteus pilot? I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> 11 and 4, that sounds like a sol- solid attacker, Jeremy. That sounds like a solid attacker to me, especially if you got probs and pulse wave. Oh my god, would you pay 45 points I for that? I would pay 45 points I would pay that. 40. What about you, Jason? It's a pretty good 45 points. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so basically, um, you know, it, it came down to a, which I don't understand because I ended up missing the top 8, and, and Luke beat me this round. And then he beat me again in in the, uh, side the second the side event, which was three hundred. We just kept our same teams. I always kill his drones, like always. His drones die. My drones are still living. Yeah. Somehow he pulls this shit out. Yeah. I I. That's I, how that's Luke for you. So shout out to shout out to shout Shockley. out Luke Shockley for using my own team to kill me. Yeah. So. You know, Dave, you had to have a crazy round four to make the top eight. Well, and let's get let's get Jeremy and Jason's thoughts on sure. Alex and Alex's team, and obviously, well, I mean, yeah. Luke's team we we obviously love because it's from our play group. So, right. So, what do you think about Iceman, Batmite, a drone, drone. Uh, some ID cards, and a table? Uh, not a table. The well, I'm, box, an Ice, so. I'm an Iceman fan. You know that. Well, that's right. So, I mean, I haven't seen it in action, so it's hard to comment a lot on it, but. The idea sounds okay. Yeah. Jeremy? Uh, yeah, the idea sounds pretty good. Um, but, I mean, it, what's Iceman, Batmite? It's very right. The drones. I mean, you're, you're relying on one heavy attacker throughout the entire game. Right. You know, that'd be the only question I had yeah. about that. But if you can get those attacks off and slow their team down with the ice wall. It's very fragile. Probably, I yeah. think I would put a main TKer on the force. Because his only TK came off. Batman. The Batman ID card. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I like that. I mean, so Iceman needs that TK what, to get in position. Or the drone is thirty, mm-hmm. and then you got forty or forty-five if you count Adam. Why couldn't you just swap a drone for for something with TK? Mercury. Mercury. If right. But then I you mean, couldn't call. I guess you couldn't call any ID cards. That's the biggest problem. Sure, yeah. Maybe instead of Adam, but Adam, he was using Adam to carry up his folks too. Well, here's the thing: if you take the Batman ID card off, and you take off the drone and Adam, you've got a Jean Grey. Yeah, but then you can't call in your Nick. Yeah, you feel like completely lost. The... What about Nick? Well, I mean, Nick's, <laughs> Nick's a killer. What about Nick? Nick's a killer. What about him? Yeah, sure. He just is. You, your your object is to lock them all down, so... I mean, well, I think you're going to focus. Yeah, he's a better focus on whatever he wants to do. I like the team. My only problem was it had one TK and it comes off the ID. If it wants to be an, if it wants to be a lockdown team, it needs to focus more on being a lockdown team. Right. Okay. I can agree with that. I just yeah. think it needs to have a a permanent source of TK, not just. Yeah. I'm gonna take an act. I'm gonna you know, token up this guy to call in my TKer. We can yeah, it's, it's two, it's two actions. Right. Why yeah. you said to get a telekinesis, you can only use one time. Right. Instead right. of one. 
Right, exactly. Well, at least the drone doesn't count towards your total. And you're giving them five points. Right. It was very similar to Easton's team in some ways. Yeah. And then I think just different enough. You know what I mean? Right. Yep, I agree. Yep. <clears throat> so, I mean, that took us to round four. So I was 3-0 and oh, and Dave was 1-2. Uh, and two. Indeed I was. Um, so I, I made it to the top table and uh, faced off against the uh, Prince of Rock, uh, Easton Brock. That oddly rhymes. I've never said it that way before. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you've got a new line for the ladies there, Easton. So, Easton... Uh, Easton and ladies. There, there's funny. a lot of good analysis. <laughs> Unless there's, their names are Coriander, Easton's not interested. <laughs> oh. uh, Easton wrote a good article. It's on the Majestic's website about his team. But it was uh, Iceman, Brainiac, uh, 18.2... Um, Red Wing, um, Nightwing, and Solaris Colossal with uh, the Rock of Eternity assigned to uh, Iceman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So lots of lockdown. Um, Easton one map took me to the casino, and um, Jeremy. You guys win any money? Jer- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's favorite map. What do you think about the casino map, Jeremy? I love it. I uh, I, I enjoy it very much. So I think we uh, all can. He loves it more than anybody knows. Hey, whenever you got to beat Jason Allen to get a freaking map, then yeah, you're going to love that map. Right. You're going to cherish that map. Hold that map dear. Drape it over your body. (laughs) (laughs) The rock map. Yeah. The rock map. This is why we keep hand sanitizer in our boxes. Um, So That rock map is permanently wrinkled, by the way. Just so everyone knows that. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Easton and I spend a few turns, kind of uh, getting across the map, and uh, um, you know, Easton, uh, Easton did a good job. You know, it was really nice um, as always. Um, I had uh, what a dick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I had power action to call in Nick, and before I did anything, I was like, "Crap, Iceman's not your highest point character." <laughs> Do you mind if I switch out to Brutal? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. Um, and Brutal. Which, admittedly, Dan would not have let Easton do. <laughs> uh, no, I let I let Easton do some sides. I had I, I let Easton do some sidestepping okay. changes earlier in the game. All right. All right. Um, yeah, obviously not as big as uh, switching out calling characters. Um, but... Uh, you know, Easton had done. I let him redo some movement earlier in that game, and you know, uh, he owed me from uh, the regional earlier this year a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I said I just cash that in. Uh, Brock's always pay their debts. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, so I called him brutal, and he one-shotted uh, Iceman, um, and then it was just uh, some cleanup from there. Um, the the skull ship tentacle attacked the rest of the team and one-shotted five four or five pieces. The Nightwing, the Red Wing, uh, the Atomica, and the Solaris. So both the wings. Yeah, both the wings were gone. Uh, both the wings were clipped, is what you're saying. Yeah, yep, exactly. Uh, you're saying they couldn't fly no more. So that <laughs> what? Yeah. What? You're saying they couldn't get up off the ground. Yeah. What? Exactly. What? <laughs> uh, uh, that's all. I got. <laughs> <laughs> so that that took me four and zero to. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, four and zero out of Swiss and uh, a great. Was not <laughs> um, you know, uh, that was my first win against uh, Easton, so uh, 
you know, regardless that it was the fourth round um, and kind of on cruise mode, I'm still counting at Easton. So <laughs> um, I'm, I'm chalking that up. So I'm, I'm one and two against you. So maybe I can start to changing that tide. So you demand, buddy. Oh, man. Hey, speaking of not having beat someone before, I played Alex Blythe round four, who I was 0-3 against. And he also decided to point that out to me the day before the tournament on Midwest Competitive Clicks. Yeah. To so, which I told him, I'm getting in the wind column this weekend. Yeah. And that's why I played round four. So how'd that go for you, Dave? Um, Alex kind of... So, you know, I did my Morlock shuffle, which I only sing the Cupid shuffle whenever I move him back and forth. Yeah. Because... Because why the hell not? Because I call it the Morlock Shuffle, and it's the closest thing I got. So, anyway, I did my little Morlock Shuffle round one, passed over to him. You know, he he gives us in to Iceman, and sidesteps up some people, and uh, <clears throat> basically, you know, so he passes back to me. I roll Morlock roll, Morlock dies. I'm like, yay, I saved an action that I probably wasn't going to use. So then... I put Proteus in the jet, I declare stats and probs, I pass turn to him because I know he's an Alpha Strike team. If I move up, he's going to Alpha Strike me and have better positioning. If I stay back, he's still going to have to Alpha Strike me or I'm going to pull up my guys and freaking try to blast him with Nick or something like that. Right. So he's counting range and all that. And uh, he's super worried about the jet, which, I mean, if you're playing the Quinjet, you should probably be super worried about it anyway. It's a, it's, it's solid. Right, especially when your jet has 11 for 4 for 17 clicks. For 17 clicks? Yeah. And 11 attack value. Is that right. what you're telling me? Right, exactly. And a 4 damage value? I mean, that's like Galactus level stuff. Man, you know what? The only thing that would make that better is if he had probs the whole time. Or pulse wave. Or pull. Oh my god. Would you pay 45 points for that? Yeah, for sure. So like if we were on the prices right, and somebody was like, how much would you pay for this? You would be like, a million. But they'd be like, it doesn't cost you a million. It's only 45 points. Right. And you'd be like, oh my god. I don't win this card. I'm so glad I freaking picked one dollar and everyone else went over. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think that's how prices rate works. It's been a long time. But anyway. Bob Barker's not on there anymore. I know. It's Drew Carey, right? Yeah. All right. So anyway, that's completely unrelated. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically what happened is... Um, Don't forget to get your pet spayed and neutered. Right, exactly. <laughs> or Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to get him neutered. It did not take the first time. So we got to go back to the vet next month, buddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so basically he calls him... Bat he sidesteps up, calls him Batman with the drone, picks telekinesis as Batman's power, TKs out Iceman, One realizes... Action. Right. Realizes, oh crap, I need a prob because if I miss this, it's going to be bad. Moves Atomica up. Two actions. Sidesteps over, running shot, precision strike, energy explosion, onto my jet with Iceman. Three actions. Alright, so both my drones are knocked onto their second click. Henry dies. And the jet's just chilling. It takes two damage. R.I.P. Monkey. R.I.P. My little hologram friend. I will remember you. <laughs> but uh, so at this point he goes to. I'm oh, sorry, Jason. Uh, move. Batmite, yoink back, Iceman, and I go. 
That was three actions, man. To which he goes, Shit! <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. at that point, I have a Quinjet, which normally, you know, would not be a big thing after a couple clicks. But, Jeremy, could you remind me what my Quinjet's attack value is? Uh, that would be an 11 attack oh with my God. 4 and damage. With 4 damage? With Pulse Wave and or Prob. And or Prob. Yeah. Even though I took damage, I wonder, I'm pretty sure that the Quinjet after that damage is only like a 10 for 3. A normal Quinjet. A normal Quinjet uh, yeah. would. Right. But, but, but not this Quinjet. Not this Quinjet. You know why? Because this Quinjet makes attacks? It does. Do you, do you know how? Proteus? Proteus. Oh my goodness. But why would you ever attack with a Quinjet? It makes zero sense, Zero right? sense No sense whatsoever. If I had a dime for every sense that made, I would have zero dimes! <laughs> 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 but basically, so I got 11 attack, 4 damage with a prop. I got Gorotron, who's got Flurry Pulse Wave, 2 target, 6 range, Outwit. And I got a, a special little Ultron 8 drone with my beloved 11 attack side blast for 4 damage. So, you know, admittedly, I whiffed with the ship. Or with the, um, with the jet. I whiffed. Okay, so that sucked. But I still had my little drone friends. So I go, and at this point, Iceman is pushed and alone and scared. And some of the ice Cold. around his crotch is, is yellow. <laughs> because he has peed his pants just slightly. Just a little bit. Because he's not used to drones. He's yeah. not used to them. And he's wondering why the Avengers jet has a really pissed off pink dude in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, I running shot, side blast four, hit Iceman, he repicks powers on a prop. And I'm like, and I looked at Alex and I'm like, I love you, bud, but. I'm either going to win this game on this shot, or you're going to win this game on this shot. Because next turn, he's yoinking back Batman, or uh, Iceman. Yeah. He's and he can probably find a way to win at this point. My whole yeah. team is put... Because, you know, my drone's got a token from the energy explosion, so Ultron 8's gone. Right. I'm pushing these drones to death to try to get rid of Iceman. So then I, um, I blast um, Iceman with Gorotron. He probs it. And I'm like, oh, here we go. So I roll it again, and I hit him, and Iceman's dead. Yeah. And I am 135-point advantage to his, um, what? He's got 25 from Warlockin', monkey face. Yep. And then uh, 60, so 85 to 135. So it's right. still real, pretty close, right? Pretty close game, yeah. But at this and point... And he's still got a good calling piece. Right, he's still got Nick yeah. and a drone. And an Atom. And an Atom, which is about to colossal retaliate my face. Yes. Like almost off like it hurts a lot but um you know and I've got a tokened up Quinjet you know and so but I ended up pulling this out um once Iceman was gone even though he I mean he fought it tooth and nail to the very end and you know he uh he ended up killing my Adam whenever I called him in for free and stuff like that and it was a good match um but Mike Check got 500 points in the fourth round <laughs> And, and knocked, that made me ninth place. Knocked you out. Yep. So, we got a lunch break. So, shout out and congrats to Mike Check, though. Yeah, yeah, Mike Check. Good uh, dude. We'll talk about that here in a minute. So, we got a we got a lunch uh, we got a lunch break. Um, PJ, I did say the only negative thing was the place you recommended to go did not have big boy meal sizes. It did not. Uh, it was tasty, but the Wildcats in uh, Kokomo does not have good portion sizes. Right. I mean, 
It's good food. It was good food. Yes. And it's a good environment. Yes, it was. But if you're looking to like go into a food coma, this is not the place you want to go. Right. Yeah. Is so that, does that beer? It does. There's actually an option that I found on the menu that was kind of cool where you can buy the kitchen a six-pack of beer. Hmm. But my only stipulation would be, like, I would have to see them drinking the beer. I would be pissed if I paid, like, an extra 12 bucks and they're not drinking the beer that I paid for. You know what I mean? Be like, better start chugging that fucking beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe if you get them drunk enough, they'll, like, just triple the portion size. Right. Maybe that was the Maybe that was the trick. Maybe that's where we fucked up. Yeah. So we go back. Uh, Dave starts the uh, side event. Right. And uh, guess who I play round one of the side event? Luke Shockley. No, Alex Blythe. Alex Say <laughs> same result. Um, same result, different story. Which was funny because like, so obviously we have just played an hour prior to this. So he's he's learned things from our match, but I've also learned things from our match. So just to fuck with him. See, I was super quiet our first match. Like, super quiet. I didn't say anything. He kept looking at me. I just wouldn't say nothing. And he's like, you know, counting out where I can get Nick to shoot. And I was like, actually, I can get Nick to here and shoot 12 out of there. He's like, 12? I'm like, yeah, because, you know, I can get this many people next to where he's going. Or whatever. And that's, like, the only thing I said to him. Which I didn't have to, but, you know. Me and Alex get along. He's a good dude. I consider us friends. And, uh, friggin'. <clears throat> so, just to dick with him... I talk too much the second time we play. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, Dave with the mind game. I just, I just was playing around, and, um... So, like, this time, instead of grouping all my drones together, I start the drones separate away, like, two squares out from the jet. So no one is next to each other, so if he tries to repeat the same process differently, he can't energy explode my drones. So I'm I'm not leaving the running shot energy explosion thing. So then, just to mess with him, I start taking, um, you know, Snapchat. I start taking Snapchat filter pictures of him. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, and, if, you, if you're on the right groups on Facebook, this has yeah. been posted. So. And uh, props to Alex because he's he's so cool with everything that I do. He knows that I'm ridiculous, and uh, so um. This time he goes with the option of locking the jet down. So, you know, he gets his TK out, and he, he gets way better positioning this time, and he locks down the jet, he runs through it, yoinks him back. So at this point I'm like, okay, everything's worked exactly the way he wants it to work. He got Iceman in, he locked down the jet, and, um, you know, so at this point it's up to the drones to do their, their thing. So I sidestep up. And I bring my monkey friend with me, and then I call out Dan's boy, freaking Nick Furry. Nick Furry, the furriest Nick there ever was. <laughs> and uh, I blast the Ultron drone. So now his Nick Furry ain't coming out. So mm. I'm like, okay. So I still gotta mess with Iceman, but I do not have to dick around with his call-ins, and that drone's gone. So in the end, I ended up winning that one too. It was a lot closer. Yeah. And then just the next round, I played Luke again. Damn it, Luke! <laughs> and Luke knocked you out of the single. Luke knocked me out of the single, but he ended up winning and um, getting freaking um, a con shredder. Yeah, a con shredder. Yeah, so shout out again to PJ. Free side event, free con shredder to the winner. Right. Yeah. Oh, which venue? Shoot. I mean. Yeah. Uh, 
venue was awesome. Yeah, we got yeah Goblin Games and Kokomo, Indiana. And Kokomo was really cool. Like yeah. the down the downtown. Well, we called it. I yeah, <laughs> I'm it was not down- sure if it was the downtown. Yeah, it was area. downtown. Yeah, okay. yeah, but it was very cool. They have a place they call that's Geek Street. They have a toy store, a comic store, a record store, a record store, and freaking um, the PJ's game store. PJ's game store there. And I'm telling you, if you play Pokemon Go. You can walk around that block around the courthouse. I swear there's like 20 freaking Pokestops and like three gyms like within a two block radius yeah. of PJ's store. It was nice. It was really cool. I mean like just the whole, I like the whole scenery and the architecture. Just like the whole town was really cool. It seemed like you could, downtown in there, you could walk to yeah. pretty much anywhere you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, and there was lots of other cool restaurants and that sort right. of stuff Right, yeah, it too, was really so. cool. Um, if you guys ever, you know, if anybody else ever... Wants to go to a tournament in Kokomo, I'd recommend it. It's yeah, pretty cool. Exactly. Damn, uh, I missed out. Yeah, yeah you did. It yeah, was you really missed cool. out, Jeremy. Um, so, while uh, uh, Dave was having all this fun in the side event, uh, I was grinding <laughs> in the top well, eight. While Dave was being a loser, I was off being a winner. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I was top seed going in the top eight. Uh, I faced uh, Mike Smith, uh, Mike Check, um, in the first round of the top eight. He was playing uh, Nick with Brainiac. Uh, Fast Forces, Jean Grey, Ultron 18.2, and Low Dial, KC, Green Lantern. And just so everyone knows, Dan is closing his eyes while we're calling this. Yes, because I was, uh, <laughs> that was me picturing his team on the map, uh, so I uh, remember what it was. So he had some uh, ID cards. Was Mike Check smiling? Yeah, usually Mike Check's a, always smiling. Mike Check's always smiling, dude. You're you're an awesome guy. Uh <laughs> So, I mean, you know, I mean, Mike Check's a good player. Won the Big Bang Regional this year. He's run it twice. Um, and uh, so he had four ID cards, I believe. And uh, uh, and um, he had a uh, Pandora's box on the team. So I'm like, there's no need to rush this. You know, I can take my time. Um, you know, I'm going to get the new subway map, rock map, either way at this point. So might as well have, <laughs> might as well have some fun. And uh, so Mike, I move up, start eating cities. Uh, he calls out Hawkeye. Because he was hungry from not getting a big portion of You're the right. Market. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so the skull ship starts uh, munching up cities. Um, he calls out Nick. Well, actually, he calls out Hawkeye, kills my Adam right out of the bat. Which like, Hawkeye was this, actually? The uh, 75.1 with the sharpshooter uh, traded running shot and side blast. Okay, so the one we had discussed potentially using for the jet. Right. Okay. So, kills the Atom, misses Atomica because he dual targets. Of course. And, um, so, he sidesteps away the drone, so Hawkeye goes away. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, right. Adam's gone. I'm going to still munch more cities. I need to get on to Prob and oh, Perplex. No, no, no. Uh, so, that's five cities. Um, so, he calls out, calls out Nick. <laughs> calls out Nick a couple turns later. So, he's got two <laughs> Nicks on the board. Just, uh, connects twice with the ship. And was is not able to get more than five squares away. Um, so Nick is on the board for the next turn, and I'm like, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm going to kill that Nick with uh, Casey Superman. He called it out again. That's, he's <laughs> yeah. getting ruthless at this game. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting... sorry, but I'm going to have to double tap your super scroll this turn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, Casey sorry, Superman comes out. Uh, call in, call in Nick sitting there. Uh, he carries Atomica <laughs> with the Wrath Relic. Picks up an object, uh, connects with Nick, um, and uh, wipes out the calling Nick. So I'm up 120 to 15 at that point. 
Uh, well, to, Jeremy's going to play you in a tournament later this year, and he's going to be like, sorry, Dan, but I'm going to have to uh, riptide pulse wave the shit out of your brainiac shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, for sure. If Jeremy ever goes and doesn't keep missing out. Hey, Jeremy has wins over Kevin Afruz and Jason Allen this year. Yeah, that's true. There's not a lot of people who can say that. I don't. How that's you doing? Very true. Um, so, uh, you know, we go back and forth, and... Uh, he keeps shooting the ship with Nick and keeps connecting. He gets me down really far. Um, How down? I was three clicks away from death. And, uh, you know, down. Mike, I had actually over-clicked my dial on the travel mode, but had it right on the attack mode dial. And he attacked me with the Atom call-in, um, colossal to colossal attacking. And I thought I KO'd it. He thought he KO'd it, but I was like, wait. You dealt five damage, four damage, and then five damage from Hulk. And that was not enough. So he was like, okay, we didn't KO it. I overclicked one of my dials. Because okay. thanks to WizKid's quality control, the dials aren't perfect. Yeah, because yours is, um, uh, it's got the, the wonky dial. Because yeah. I remember, um, Cadlick saying something about it in Yell's Finals match about right. how, like, He's like, man, I hate that because my skull ship has the wonky dial, too. Right, so I'm going to have to look at my other skull ship that I have and see if this dial's wonky as well. Your skull sh- PSA announcement, your skull ship may have the wonky dial. Yes, check your skull ships. What's the wonky dial? It's like um, where it's not aligned very well. Oh, okay. So, like, you can almost, like, it's almost like on two clicks at the same time. Okay. Right. So, okay. Yeah, so that so Mike was super cool about that. We we had kept track of how much damage he had dealt all Mike game. Very very chill. Yes, exactly. So I ended up um, he shot at me again and missed with his nick on his last click. That Trinity War Batman pulse waved him for five. Um, you know that's never good. Batman was terrible. Uh, why, why would you even use that ID card? Yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately. Um, coming, you know, I play Nick all the time. I think Mike so hadn't played him that much, yeah, and uh, so Nick was on his last click, and uh, he gave Nick a double, another power action. I know he was patting his chest. Yeah, <laughs> you're my boy, Nick. Yeah, Nick's my boy. And uh, so on click six or click five of uh, Nick, he has Earthbound neutralized, and uh, Mike made another shot with Nick and missed and gave him a token and uh, whenever he did I kind of pushed the Nick for, uh, Nick Fury towards him uh, Mike was like what are you doing like why are you pushing my Nick towards me and I'm like uh, Mike on his uh, last click he has Earthbound neutralized and he doesn't have willpower you just pushed your Nick to death I'm sorry and uh, there from there time was called uh, damn yeah oh and also time's out sorry bud yeah I, I mean, Got I felt... Pal. Dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I love Mike's team. Uh, I love playing Nick on the main force, so uh, props to my boy. Uh, Shout out to my boy. Talking about Nick, not Mike Check. Oh. Both. <laughs> I like Mike. So, I picked my prize. He had his t-shirts there for his, uh, for Clicks player, and uh, I was like, I'm taking the Clicks player shirt. What's that, Lulu? Extra large. Well, I like this. He had sizes of all, which is cool, because he brought, like, you know, extra sizes. That's cool. Because the prize was a large, and I was just like, I, I need an XL because because I'm a chunky fella. Yeah. You know. Damn, I missed out. Yeah, yeah you did. So top side. four, I had to face. Uh, 
I had to face probably the team we talked about the most in preparation for this event was the Robot Swarm Team. Indeed, they love the Robot Swarm Team up in Kokomo. Yeah, so that was uh, Steven uh, Schuler uh, from Indy uh, was piloting the drone team. Um, friend of friend of Luke Grace. Yeah, Luke, who was in England, we think, because he heard there was a uh, rock <laughs> event over there. <laughs> he wanted to win something, and since he can't do it here, he figured he'd go over there. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, you know, Steve took me to the uh, Atlantis... <laughs> I him so far. Love it. Poor Luke. <laughs> he can take it. So, so Steve took I heard me he to... he takes it all the time. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Steve took me to the Atlantis map, um, and actually an important piece of uh, information for those of you that... Uh, Go to rocks um, under the uh, errata section of the Atlantis map. At the beginning of the game, any objects and markers that you need to place, the map is considered clear terrain for those. Yep. So I was, if they didn't make that errata, I would not have been able to place my cities because the cities for the skull ship have to go into clear terrain. And you are you saying you would have been hosed? On the water map? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Woo! That's so, funny. So we had done a lot of discussion on that team, and you know, I, I specifically had War Machine for his triple bolts, his pick of power. Batman has two bolts and pick a power. But why would you use him? Yeah, He's exactly. terrible. Terrible. You got to find a way to make the damage stick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Penetrating psychic blast on Invol never works. No, not ever. Yeah. Especially if it has a perplex and outwit. And a prob when it comes out. That's right. terrible. You right. should use Red Tornado. Uh, and, you know, does it have a 10 attack with that? No. An 11 attack? No, even better. A 12. A 12 attack. A 12 attack, yes. Mm. Um, I don't... No, nah, probably won't stick. You should use Red Tornado. Right. So, <laughs> it, it, much to uh, probably Steven's disadvantage, uh, PJ had explained quite a bit of his team to us on, well, the last episode <coughs> of Clicks Off and while we were at uh, Origins. And... You know, he said, the first thing he told me was, everybody goes after Ultron 1. And I'm like, well, that's cool. And, um, yeah, everybody goes after Ultron 1. Of course, Steve puts Ultron 1 in the back corner. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I, if, if I kill a drone, he brings it back. That's just more points. Which, that's cool. Um, I'll take more points. Um, so War Machine comes out, kills three Brimstones. Um, triple, triple target... Side blast kills them all, and um, then so I can only get colossal retaliated by one of the brimstones. So he brings over a brimstone, poisons Atomica, uh, blades War Machine, and rolls his blades and rolls a one. Unfortunately, so it was a long match. We went uh, almost the full time. Uh, Batman comes out, kills two more drones. He brings one of them back. Um, so at this point, he has moved over all of his drones, sidestepping. Um, so I pick up Atomica and fly all the way to his starting area and just sort of reset the sidestep shuffle. Um, then I fly back to the middle and munch the rest of the cities. Oh, no, 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 no. And so what was neat with that team, and uh, I don't want to belabor it too much, was the Aquaman and Namor ID cards. Ooh. You get plus one stats when you're in water. Plus ten theme you're more than likely going to Atlantis. So Ultron drones were shooting for 11 for 4. And That's pretty freaking brilliant. Yes. So but it, so I was able to fully assimilate all the cities. 
So I had a 21 defense from range, sometimes a 22. Um, so the uh, drones were just shooting me for free. There was like five drones just... Five drones with 11 attack? Four damage, just shooting the shit out of the Man, jet. 11 attack, four damage is pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> it is solid. So I have, to, I have to play it cool. Brutalk finally gets in position. He moves out Ultron 1. And uh, he moves out Ultron 1. And Brutal takes out Ultron 1, so now his drones will die. Um, and I, I finally clean up this whole team as time starts to run out. Um, what do you think of that drone swarm, Jason? I like it a lot. I, I'll tell you the one thing that I had trouble with seeing that drone swarm was... Like, I, was, I would peek in at Dan's match, and I'd be like, there's so much on the map, I didn't know if Dan was winning or not. Like, because he had one of his ID cards, like, laid, or one of his figs laid down on the ID card. I'm like, oh, shit, did they kill War Machine? Like, are the drones, like, 200 points up? So, like, it's just, there's so much going on. Mm -hmm. I, I had no idea. Yeah. What do you think, Jeremy? Uh, I'm all about the, you know, I run a similar, not a robot team team, but a Riptide team that's, like, a swarm team. Yeah. With a free attack and so stuff you, like that. So... So you love swarms? Yes, I love swarms. Yeah. Yes. So it was great. I mean, uh, Aquaman, he had called in Aquaman or Namor, one of the two, and charged uh, Atomica and missed her, which helped out because uh, Atomica actually shot MVP was Atomica and Brutal. Uh, in that match, Atomica killed Brimstone, a Brimstone, a Solaris, and two drones by herself because he got her on that second click where she has a 10 attack, 2 damage exploit. I had charge off the box and perplex from the city dial. So she was 11 attack, 2 damage charge and was just charging drones and uh, taking them out. So And it was 2 damage, so it didn't click his table twice. Nice. So then there was only one man left to defeat. Yeah, and uh, so I faced uh, John Cadillac in the final round with his state's winning team of Greenlight, 2 Ant-Mans, uh, Casey Spectre at low points, and a drone and a table. Right, and it was tweaked a little bit from the state team for this one. No, I don't know what was different. Um, I don't know. I just I remember showing someone the build sheet, and they said that it was a little bit different than um, what he used for states. So maybe there were, maybe it was just down to ID cards. I don't know. Yeah. So unfortunately, he rolled an eight for map. And I rolled a seven. Womp womp. And <laughs> I hadn't. I knew this eventuality would happen. He put me on the conven the office uh, map, Wizkid's office map. Map fucked. Yeah. So I literally couldn't move my ship. Um, you were ship out of luck. Yeah. I needed twelve movement, and I had on eleven. And uh, so he had the empowered ants. His dice were hot. Um, I, I made two mistakes uh, during the game. I should have changed up and given the Wrath Relic to the Skull Ship and instead of Envy. And I assigned three damage to something that took two to kill it, so he was able to click his table twice. Mm. And that was the one click that he needed at the very end of the game. Atomica missed needing a six to kill Greenlight. Six times. Six times. <laughs> uh, six or a, you know, it, was, it was between a five and a seven, depending on how many perplexes that I had um, at the time. And uh, he was able to call out John Con with green light, rolled his table, landed on the last click. John Con called out End of Days Hulk, 
killed the skull shit. That was the end of your day. That was the end of my day. So, <laughs> um, right. yeah, my his dice were hot. My dice weren't. You know, I and, lost Matt. And he credit Matt. To, to John, man, because I mean, let's 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 just say it. I mean, we've all been like, let's think of some ant tech that gets that freaking uh, round table spinning, so I can call in some badasses off the book. Yeah. And he's not only, I mean, I guess you could say he's kind of perfected the tech. He's won two events with it now. Right. So exactly. I mean, he's the guy who did it. Right. Where everyone was like, I want to do that. He's the guy who's done it right. and been successful with it. So I got to give him props on that. Yeah. And I was able to get everything off the team. The Atom, the Ant-Mans, um, the Drone, everything but Casey Spectre and Greenlight and some Ants were the only things left. Yeah, so I mean, you... you you got points. You didn't get your, like, ass whooped. And yeah. it was a close game. Yeah, we and went two times. there were so many turns that could have just shifted the whole thing. Yeah. If Atomica had landed that hit on green light, he would have not been able to call out uh, John Con, which would have um, not been able to spend his table because I would have just been able to sit there um, with um, Atomica and an in- invulnerability on the ship, um, yeah. which made that to be not a... Not ter- not terribly fun at the end, but uh, it came down to dice rolls. So John bested me, and uh, yeah, I got a bunch of prizes from PJ. So it was a, a great event, and it was great seeing everybody. And definitely a shout out to John again because you know That's he cool. listens to the show and he uh, he read my Majestics article. Yep, front to back, front to back, side to side. Yeah. Yes, upside down maybe. I don't know. He didn't say upside down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, folks, uh, you know, that was a great event we had at Kokomo, and uh, we're going to now get uh, Howard Brock on the show with us, so we'll be right back with him. Hey. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, we've got uh, Howard Brock joining us on the call now, so, hey, welcome back uh, to the show, Howard. Hello, hello. Hey, I sound like Edward Shelton. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you just need one more hello. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, he does the the trips hellos. The trips hello. Nice. Well, I can do the so, whole thing at the end. Do 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 do. There we go. <laughs> Perhaps we should start doing that. I mean, do our right. own little. We should barbershop quartet this shit. Yeah, we always <laughs> just do the awkward sign off of bye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we're done. We got nothing else to talk about. See ya. We. <laughs> so, uh, guys, we've got uh, Howard on the show today. We want to. He gets to be our judge for the fun foul, the game of the week, and uh, we're going to talk about Rock Cup, and we're going to talk about uh, plans for next year and things that uh, the Rock Board is discussing to enhance our tournament experience. I see. see. So, uh, first off, uh, as a follow-up from last show, uh, Dave uh, went to the venue that accused him of being a prize shark, and how did that go, Dave? All right, so um, the format was was it four hundred golden age? Yeah. No goodies. No tactics. No tactics. No no nothing fun or evil or janky. Just so, figures. Just figures. Four hundred points. So four hundred points golden. Okay. So my goal in this is to absolutely smash the shit out of everyone that I play. So I I'm, I took Mary Marvel. Uh, Brother Voodoo. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm like having to look up this team because it was brutal. Sounds like um, a lot of prob coming. It, there, there was a little bit. Um, Clarion. 
I did not have Clarion. Oh, I wish I could remember the team because it was disgusting. Yeah, Mary Marvel, Brother Voodoo, um, some other. Some other awesomeness. It wasn't Mitzel Click, was it? No, I didn't take Mixie. Well, I wish I could remember it all, but it was brutal, absolutely brutal. But let's. It it was gross. Um, so I took those guys, and um, I. Swept round one, swept round two, swept round three. So, you know, I was called a prize shark the first time I went there. And uh, so, basically, my thing was to, um, you know, I had to decide whether to be the good guy or the bad guy at this point. Because, you know, I had been called a prize shark. And I was basically like, do I snake the prize out and actually become a prize shark or do I find a way to like get a happy medium to where I you know what I mean like yeah so what I did was in talking to the players before we started I kind of was like asking questions about random stuff to see like who was newer and who had been playing a while and like who just didn't know anything really at all and there was this one kid who was probably about 18. You know, he didn't seem like he was going to school, but he was probably recently there. And uh, he was talking about all these pieces he liked, and I could tell that he was new by the way he was talking about them because he hadn't been tainted. He was like, I still like <laughs> these pieces because I like the characters rather than, you know, I have no idea who Brother Voodoo is, but he's badass, you know? So um, I... After we were done, I got first place, overwhelmingly, and I asked the kid, I was like, it was the uh, the Shang-Chi, Moon Knight, and, uh, Shroud, Shroud. and Shroud LEs, and I was like, which one of those is your favorite? Like, what would you pick if you were first? And he's like, oh, I'd probably go with that Moon Knight, I love Moon Knight, or whatever. So I pick up the Moon Knight LE, and I hand it to the kid, and I'm like, alright, I pick my prize. So How many players were there, David? Uh, there were, that night, I think, like, eight, but they normally have a pretty decent amount of players. Yeah, the, the month we went there for um, Civil War, they had 14 people. Yeah. So, you know, most of them were relatively new, and they don't play rock-level stuff, and they're very casual. So, you know, and I was just like, I'm going to try to, even though I, I don't feel like I did anything wrong, you know? Right. And I still taught them some stuff while I was playing, and they all had pretty good attitudes, even though Mary Marvel was destroying them. Um, you know, so it was it was pretty fun. They were all nice, and I just figured, even though I don't think I was prize sharking anyone, you know, I wanted to kind of do something to boost the community rather than, you know, make these people upset or. Right. At the me or the game or anything like that. Right. So yeah. So I gave the LE to that one guy and. Well, Dave, thanks for uh, killing with kindness and choosing the light side. Yeah. Darth Vader is yelling at the top of his lungs. No, 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 no. <laughs> there were still evil intentions. I got a question. Yeah. Uh, the week before, when you were accused of prize sharking, uh, were you accused by the players in general, or were you accused by the judge or by the store? Where did that? Um, the, ju- the judge. The judge. Yeah. The judge. Um. See, the thing is, there was a couple weeks between when I was there, and the judge told someone else that I was a prize shark. He didn't tell it to me. I see. Whenever I didn't show up for their month two of Civil War, they were like, good, I'm glad, you know, the prize shark didn't come. 
Right. And it's just like, what? I got a fellowship role prize. It's not like I went in there and creamed everybody and stole their LEs away. Well, I, yeah. I think that's a crappy way of doing fellowship anyway. Yeah. You should do it to people who actually keep a positive attitude. And Well, we vote on ours, and uh, we have, we have a pretty good pretty good uh, bunch of guys and uh, can't vote on yourself, so we just vote. And then if it's a tie, then usually I'll decide, but it's usually not a tie. And generally, we, we did that for a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we did that for a while, but then we had people that would complain that the, that the voting wasn't fair. <laughs> well, I can see that too, and that, that, that was that was always uh, that's always something you got to worry about. But I mean, you try to. I mean, generally, I tell the guys, you know, look, don't vote for somebody, even if they were nice that won something, because that's kind of dumb. You vote for, you know, somebody. We all, the new somebody new shows up, they always win fellowship. It just happens. Yeah, yeah. They'd have to be really, really obnoxious not to win fellowship if they just show up first time. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Jeremy, you're too obnoxious. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay, so well, on, on, on to the Big Bang game of the week. Yeah, oh, right. so well, on to the Big Bang game of the week. Jason, what was our uh, what was our format? Uh, it was 300 points golden age this week. Uh, all characters had to be oh, 99 God. points or less. With no ID cards, no resources, no colossals allowed. Jack wow. Master Jeremy. Y'all went y'all yeah. went really old school. That's right. Yeah. A golden yeah, age, so. you mean that it was uh true golden age or just Marvel and True, true Golden Age. True Golden, yep. Yeah. And no cards. No ID cards, no resources, no colossals, and you had to be ninety nine points or less on all your characters. We actually had one guy play all Mage Knight and uh Lord of the Rings, which was Corey Clark. Yeah. Ninety-nine yeah. points or less characters is a pretty fun, is a pretty popular format yeah. at our store. Unless so, you're David, and that one week I played uh, all lower point KC chases with people with probs and uh, missile flicks, so I could make my KC chases come out on their last click. Oh, you did that to me, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I did, sir. <laughs> so that wasn't this week. So we we've, we've tried to reform ourselves from the last time we played this uh, format. Um, so this week, I don't believe that I will receive a fun foul. Um, but we can have Jason start with his team. I'll go over my team, um, and then uh, Dave, and then Jeremy. Well, do I have right. to say right after I hear the team, or can I hear everybody's team first? No, everybody gets judged individually, right? Um, because there could be multiple. In the fun court fouls. of public opinion, we go one at a time. Yeah, yeah. in a vacuum, is this team fun? <laughs> yes. Yeah, in a vacuum. No, so. no clicks are fun in a vacuum. Clicks <laughs> <laughs> out of that vacuum. Well, no, what are you doing? I, I was I was an idiot and forgot that I made my own event a 300 point match instead of a 400 point match, and I built a 400 point team. Then I got there and I realized like, oh man, I I forgot this. I made it 300 points instead, so I had to change it up a little bit. I was going to play Thunderbolts team team, uh, with, not, without an ATA, mind you, uh, but I wound up playing Civil War Venom, Civil War Bullseye, uh, the 75 point Fast Forces Electra, and Miss Arrowette uh, from the uh, OP kit with the bowstring uh, pog. That was my team. So you had all I, you had bullseye and venom. Venom was mm -hmm. your tie up piece and aggravating, mm -hmm. and then bullseye just is nasty altogether. And who else was it? Miss Arrowette with the bowstring pog and the seventy five point electric from the Deadpool Fast Forces. Right, and at least this was. Uh, Civil War Bullseye. It was Civil War Bullseye. And not, not like Deadpool old Deadpool Bullseye. Bullseye. Well, see, it, I think that the, your last two pieces kept you from being, I kept kept you fun. 
You're right. Yeah. They kept you from fun fouling. Yeah, yeah. fun fouling. Yeah. So, so Jason's fun two weeks in a row. Yep. That, I well done, Jason. Fun. Yeah, good job, Jason. So I played a detective-themed team uh, this week. Without question? Without question. Fun foul. <laughs> yeah, no question. <laughs> uh, uh, is he a detective? I don't know. What a crazy guy. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding, David. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, the old question and get if we away. weren't in your house, I would kick you out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, David, you can play the old question, it would be okay. Uh, I don't actually have the old question. Yeah, the very old one. I used to play him back with on uh, Shazam teams, way back when. So uh, I played uh, Ace the Bat Hound. Okay. Uh, world's finest, uh, the the Casey Batman on low point dial. Um, Edward Nigma Prime from Slosh. Um, elongated man from Flash, and Joker's daughter from World's Finest. So, so you played a Con Le, a Chase, yeah. a Prime, and two Super Rares. Yes. <laughs> that has nothing to do with fun. I just thought that was funny. I'm like listening to the team. I'm like, yeah, okay. At least it's okay. The, it would be the most expensive team. Now, Joker's daughter, I'm not that familiar with. Uh, uh, so Joker's daughter can. Uh, I played it more for the. Uh, the uh, comical value of that, because she's got a crazy hair sculpt and whatnot. And um, what does she do? She she at the beginning of the game she can pick an opposing character to be her parent, and she can pick a standard attack or damage power that they can use, and she can use it that turn. Okay. So I would be uh, I pick up uh, I'm picking probs from Daddy. Yep. Or I pick out wit from Daddy, or I pick Cyblast from Daddy. Right. Or even in a fun format, you find a way to get. Pick a power pieces. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd say that's a fun team. I don't see anything wrong with yeah. that. All right, no I'm, fun foul has been called upon Daniel. Yeah, yeah Dan's so I, one and one now. I'm one and one now. <laughs> uh, last week I got a fun foul. So <laughs> PJ Bolin was like, "That is a foul upon fun." <laughs> so, so Dave, what did you play? Uh, okay, let me uh, pull it up because I have wow. a terrible memory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I played Ellie Black Canary, and then I played. Wait, 85 point Black Canary. You're talking about the uh, one that was released on Opkits? Yes. Yes, the OP okay. kit, Black Canary. Okay. Running shot, pulse wave, force blast. Yep. Okay, that's fine. But I also played Diet Green Arrow, as I like <laughs> to call him, which is the 85 point OP kit Green Arrow. Okay. He's like the tamer version of Trinity War Green Arrow. I played Henry, because okay. I need to fill points, and we weren't allowed to use Colossals, and that would be not fun. I, for the first time, played the Kitty Pride um, Prime piece, and then I played 50-point Lockjaw from the Fast Forces. Okay. Uh, Kitty Prime is, your, is, is what's going to decide, uh, because I would say that uh, uh, off the bat, you, you didn't start off good, but then you kind of whittled away. Kitty Prime on the Prime, um, is she the one that moves through everybody? Yes. And if she hits them, she gives them a token. Yeah. Yeah. But she, but she's not doing damage really. She's just annoying people with tokens. Yeah, but she is very annoying. Mm. Uh, all right, Howard. Fun foul or no fun foul? I'm gonna say fun, but it's very close. If you you have you very very. <laughs> so it's like a LeBron James phantom fun foul. <laughs> so like, the fun yeah, fell fun. down on the floor yeah. and pretended that I fouled it. Yeah, if you'd had if you'd had one more totally unfun piece in there with Black Canary, you would have been unfun. All right, Ooh, that was close. Yeah, so Dave, Dave's uh, two two uh, two no fun two two funds two one funds or no zero zero fun fouls. Right, zero fun fouls. 
So Jeremy is a special guest this week. Uh, uh, tell us, uh, tell us what you had. Oh man, here we go. All right, I already saw oh. the fouls coming. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my team was Super Rare Prime Harlequin. Okay. Rare from the Flash set, 65 point Harley Quinn. Super Rare Joker's daughter. And uh, super rare, Mr. Mitzelplate. Okay, no fun. Oh, I told you that stuff was jank. So the only question here, Howard, is: Is this a flagrant one or flagrant two fun foul? That's pretty bad, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's flagrant two. You're ejected from the game, bro. Yeah. Oh, and guess who won the tournament? I bet Jeremy. You. Who won? Jeremy. Jeremy. I can imagine. On fun. Yeah. It was, it, I thought it was fun because I was rolling uh, blades and getting six just about every time. I thought so. that – I think what put it at not fun was the inclusion of Missile Plick. Yeah. Now, he was not pushing Missile Plick onto the second click and, like, pulse wave tokening everyone. He just had him there to make sure that the jack-in-the-boxes were hitting you for a shit time. But if you had put one other piece in there that was, like, Harlequin or Harley-themed, like, I could have given you, a, like, a – some Batman set. Well, see, what I was originally going to put on there, and it's the reason I didn't put it on there because I couldn't find it and I overslept and I was just like, forget it, I'm just playing Mitzi. Uh, was I was going to do the uh, old Batman set, I think it's the Batman set, 70 point Two Face with the coin on it. That's right, that's right, because you were like, anybody have that Two Face? Yeah, has anybody got a Two Face? See, no one that would have been fun. And it was going to be an Arkham Asylum or Ar- Arkham City Underworld uh, theme team. There you but go. I couldn't find it. I was too tired, so I said, forget it. I'm just playing Mitzi. It fits. There you go. Yeah. So it was unintentional. That, that is how, with the best of intentions, fun is fouled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, Jeremy, uh, we'll keep track of you for next time you're a guest on the show. And also, you're a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. Playing Mitzi. Play. So, that was the first time I won at the store, though, like that. Yeah, uh, I don't ever play Jack. Well, I mean, everybody's got to win one, except for Luke Grace. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's a tough call, man. I'm telling you, when you're building for fun, it's really, really, really tough. It is, yeah, because just like there's a fine line between fun and and jank. Yeah, I mean, Howard, your your store is a lot like ours. I mean, we have uh, pretty much every week. You're you're talking about guys that have top aided and top foured at rock events. And won. And, and won. won, won several, you know. <laughs> That's right, Jason. High five, baby. High five. Woo! <laughs> yeah, two two winners and one uh, several second placers. Uh, we added to the second placers. We do have several second placers. Yeah. What I what I, 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 I set our events up, and what I try to do is, I mean, Sealed's the equalizer, obviously. When you can run Sealed, um, it seems to make everybody happy. Uh, but you can't run sealed every week. Uh, so I try it. I mean, you have to put in some meta builds. I mean, you have to run a 300 every once in a while, you know, just to keep everybody in practice because people, some people still want to play it. But I try to make tournaments that are to where you, you can't load up so much, that, it, that, it, that the right. format creates a situation where there's a little bit more luck or, Tones it down a little bit. Yeah. And, and Jason does a good job of that for us. Um, but, you know, being, again, that we're, you know, 
pretty high-level players, we always find some way to break Jason's formats. Oh, yeah. And he's like, so generally we run our teams by Jason before Thursday, and he's like, yay or nay. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, usually his nays are like, that's really good, good job, but please don't, not, not this week. Don't do this, please, don't yeah, do this yeah. to me. Well, I'll, I'll throw a little story in here uh, from a long time ago when I was a judge. Situation happened, I was trying to make fun events, just like we're talking about. So I created a format, and it's a fun format, okay, as long as you follow the intent of the format. The format, you're supposed to build a 1,000-point team, but all your figures, all, all of your figures, uh, you can't, are 100 points or more. Okay. So okay. the reason that that's cool or fun is because it allows people to play. Now, this is way back. This is back before team bases. Um, before uh, everything. I mean, we're going way, way back. We're talking about no cards, no feats, nothing. Um, so you build, you, so you're using 100-point figures. And what was fun about that is most people would end up with a, a teams of like five or six figures, sometimes three or four. But you were playing with figures that normally didn't get played with. So everybody built their teams, and we showed up, and I, I, I messed up. Guy shows up with Galactus. <laughs> what a and there's nothing it was within the rules there wasn't anything that I could say um, anyways it was it was a pretty doggone quick tournament it, it wasn't very long at all we just played casually after that <laughs> it's like note to self next time no colossal rule yeah there's always that time that you build what you think is a fun event and then you forget and then that one thing dick screws it up yeah, yeah. I mean, um, a, a, the thing is, is even though there were powerful figures out there on the board, you you don't beat Galactus with four or five figures. I don't care what figures they are. You have to have a, a huge team to be able to beat him. And uh, that's <clears throat> five yeah. figures got wasted usually in two to three turns. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because that Galactus has the cosmic triple multi-attack. Yeah. Uh, for six damage, and that was before depl damage depletion, so he could do 18 a turn. Oh, yeah. It's not enough to kill question. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, Howard, I think we can talk a little bit about Rock Cup. I would like to extend personal thanks for including two pictures of me in the Rock October thread. <laughs> uh, oh, my God, i got to go back and change it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my... Uh, my rather large dome is uh, in several of the pictures. It's going to scare all the children away. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Including Isaac, and he's the defending champ. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> There's uh, an ogre in there. So uh, I think I'm excited. We're at the same place as last year. Uh, it was a great hotel. Where is um, it? Uh, Atlanta at the Holiday, Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn Perimeter, Perimeter Dunwoody. Yep. Okay. Perimeter. Okay. They call that the perimeter because it's like um, the road uh, – the road goes around. It's the perimeter of Atlanta. It's like the outer side. It's on the north side. It's the perimeter. Okay, cool. I, I just know it was like this big hotel, and it was really awesome, and there was like 24-7 gaming, and yeah, I just didn't know exactly what the hotel was. Right. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice Holiday Inn. Yeah, the Holiday Inn is not a typical Holiday Inn. Um, this is one of the nicer Holiday Inns uh, that, that you'll ever go to. I mean, it's got a full kitchen. Dining area, bar, um, everything. <laughs> bar, I'm sold. Yep. <laughs> Every, yeah. Everything is set up. Um, I mean, the beds are real comfortable. It's, it's more like staying in, the, in what I would say is like a Marriott or 
something. It's really more that class. And, and in fact, what I'll tell you guys this that uh, no, nobody really knows this yet, but um, they're always changing uh, people there on us. And so I had to talk to a new guy this year. Got to go over there and talk, meet him, and talk to him in the whole nine yards. We we signed a two year contract with him this year and next year. Uh, we signed that in the last year, um, with the hope of extending it on out forever and ever. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, they they uh, the hotel sold out and it's going to be a double tree uh, in November. It converts over to a double tree. Now our contract is still good, so we know that we'll be there next year. But I don't know what I don't know what this is going to do to us after that. Oh man, yeah, that's not uh, well. I mean, uh, you know, I think uh, taking a optimistic view there, Howard, um, with as much stuff as you have going on this year, um, I hope you outgrow them. Well, that wouldn't be a bad thing either. Um, I, I like it there. And double trees are obviously really nice, and if we can, if we can keep the prices where we got them now and the deal where we got them now, it'd be it'd be awesome to stay. And, and, and admittedly, whenever you said I haven't said this to anyone yet, we all looked at each other and got like super giddy. Yeah, <laughs> like oh my goodness. Yeah, no, that's brand new. new. That, that's that's brand new news. Brand new news. Oh, we love brand, brand new, new news. <laughs> Whenever you won your first Super Q, we had Eason on the show whenever it happened. And he was like, hey, my dad just won a Super Q. <laughs> <I didn't know> <laughs> we were like, yeah! <laughs> All right. Um, how do you guys want to do this? You want me just to talk and go through everything? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you just want to start with uh, Friday, but, uh, you know, you're talking about winning a Super Q. Um, just uh, you can remind Easton when you see him. All I needed him to do was win in the <laughs> top four today. Yeah, all I needed him to do was win the match he lost. Oh, was that um, a, did you finish third? I finished second. Second. Um, He's saying if, if, if Easton beat Cadlick, then Easton would have gone into the finals against Dan, and Dan would have been qualified for Rock Cup if he had lost to Easton or beat Easton, because Easton's already got a buy into the finals. You guys know who won the region, regional and everything, too, don't you? Josh, Josh Ernest. Yeah, Josh Ernest. Yeah. Yeah, so Josh, second place Josh wins, Ernest. baby. Do you guys know what yeah. he ran? Uh, yeah, yeah, Josh uh, Josh Ernest had his uh, team posted on uh, Majestic's, Majestic's website. Yep. Um, so he's played uh, Wonder Woman with the Eclipso, um, Morlock with Proteus, uh, Solaris, Colossal, and a full Pandora's box. I would like to play that with my uh, Quinjet that has 11 attack, 4 damage the whole time. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Joshua gets overlooked a little bit by a lot of people. Uh, I think it's because he doesn't go to Origins. He has no interest in playing at uh, in Origins. His big deal is the World Cup. And I've asked him a few times, and he says, nope, this is where I want to go, and this is what I'm about. But because right, he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't get the notoriety sometimes because of that, yeah. he's a great player, no, I, very yeah. good at build, team building. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, we, we never uh, overlook him. I mean, yeah. yeah, Josh is great, and he's a nice guy. I met him at the Rock Cup, and uh, my uh, my wife has a particular excitement because she loves Red Sun Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. She's a huge Wonder Woman fan. She, she's played Red Sun Wonder Woman in uh, three competitive Rock events this year. Well, two Rock events and one WKO, and uh, done fairly well for her for her first year out. So, um, yeah, that was a big win for him yesterday yeah congrats yep that uh that put him in the finals so he's a force to deal with so luckily uh just as a side note even though i got second uh, cadillac uh 
sold me all of his rock points. So now I, <laughs> I, have, uh, I, have, my, I have 200 rock points now. Uh, I already had over 100, and he sold me quite a bit. It's going to be uh, awkward when he gets there yeah, and be like, he... wait, you had to keep the points. As I recall, that win put him in the finals also because he's got yeah, an SQ in a state. Yep. That's right. correct, yeah. So he's he's qualified for finals. Uh, I now have 200 rock points, so I'll be able to hand out my rock currency and uh, get into the finals myself. I'm just going to um, crank it up in the semifinals and work my way in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, Howard, let's, uh, let's start out with uh, Friday. Sure. All right, well, the first thing to note is that this year we're starting at 10 a.m. Friday morning. Uh, I know last year we were there and we didn't start till 6. I got, I came in on Thursday and I, I started, uh, I got up early Friday and I started working, putting everything together. And I kept getting distracted because people kept coming in. People were there at 8, 9, 10 o'clock and they were ready to play. Um, and just all day long, just they came in. And when we finally got going, um, I mean, it was like immediate. It's like you blinked, and then the, the room was full. So we we know people want to come in earlier. So we're we're doing that this year. We're starting at ten. We got battle royals, which are regular battle royals, and we got rock and rolls. Now, rock and rolls are basically a battle royal. They cost a little bit more, but you earn tournament points. And what I mean by that is that they're not. You don't get rock points. You get what special tournament points that add in with your rock points that can qualify you for entry at the different levels. For example, if you if you walk in the door and you got 10 uh, rock points, TCG, uh, you got 10 points on your card. I mean, 10 points worth of cards. And uh, so you need 10 points more just to be able to start in the quarter. Well, you can play in the rock and rolls and earn those points. And they're really pretty easy to earn. Uh, we want people playing. So it, it's set up for you to win points and, and to be able to play. And you could even right. yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like if you're that guy who's like uh, five points short of like getting into the semis, Jeremy. Yeah. Then uh, I mean, you could play one of them rock and rolls, man, and get you some points. Uh, and, yeah, if I go, I'd be like, boom. Yeah. I'm not worried about buying. You're going. Man. Yeah, it's, going. Pretty, it's pretty easy to do. I mean, worst case scenario, if you did show up and you were at to flub out in a, in a rock and roll, and I mean, I don't even know how you if you play five rock and rolls. If I remember correctly, the points are broke up that you get one point for last place. So if you're five points short, you're in. But you can still buy your points. There's always somebody walking around with extra cards there also. I hope they don't have, like, a, a trench coat and they're like, hey, man, <laughs> got some rock points in here for you. That's yeah. Scott Crampton. <laughs> <laughs> got some rock points. I got some booze. <laughs> I'll take both. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, you you see that the rock and rolls are fifteen dollars and the regular battle royals twelve dollars. And the reason is is because you're you're getting points. And of course, we give prizes out for those things too. Um, and uh, then we go to noon and we are running a what we call a special super qualifier event. This is different. Now, this this thing is totally different than what we normally would do because it's only Swiss rounds. There's no cuts. Uh, now. Why? The reason is, is because of time constraints. Um, we, to be able to run the super qualifier, start the quarters up and everything that night, and we're adding in something on Saturday, which we'll talk about uh, later, we had to make, we had to cut corners where we could. Um, but we were, we're announcing it. You know, we're telling you that it's five rounds of Swiss, no cut. It's $25, right. and, it's, and it's, it's titled a special event. It's a special event so we can get around things, and it's 400 points modern age. 
So it, we're breaking away from the norm also there. Now, is this uh, potentially something we may or you guys are trying out? We are looking. I'm interested to see how that goes. Uh, we are actually – we're in – and we can talk about that. I'd rather talk about it after we talk about this. That's fine. Sure. Uh, but sure. I, I'd love to talk to you guys about what the rock board is discussing right now. As you know, okay. this is the time of year that we do that. And we try. And before the Rock Cup takes place, we will announce everything for next year. Cool. Okay. So – Moving on, you go to 6 p.m. and you have quarterfinals, um, and it's the same as last year. The difference is, is our quarterfinals last year was on Saturday, okay? Um, and uh, we we moved it to Friday night because, again, we're making room for some stuff on Saturday, which we'll get to in just a minute. It's 20 rock points um, to get into that. It's 300 points modern age. Um, pretty simple. We run four rounds of of Swiss and pretty much everybody we take half the field half the field pretty much goes forward okay yeah all right uh midnight um we have that's a that's an event that we ran last year uh Roland Wellington ran it for us last year and he developed this format um it's uh for, for it's a free event doesn't cost anything we have prizing for it it's 400 points golden age uh, players must build a name theme team. The keyword chosen must be a team from the comics. Um, example, Suicide Squad, Secret Six, Defenders. Keywords such as Asgardians, Metropolis do not qualify. The rule of thumb would be if there was a comic named after the keyword, you're good. Um, allow, uh, ATAs are allowed, constructs, word bubbles, 3D objects, uh, Legion of Superheroes. And any set released after that... Um, including non-comic sets, bystander tokens are allowed only if they are spawned from a character card. Uh, epic actions and trap spell mechanics. Um, not allowed are resources, ID cards, figures larger than a peanut base, possession during force construction, feats, BFCs, uh, 2D special object tokens. Um, and then he put a note in here, please be creative in choosing your comic team. We all know what Avengers and Justice League can do. The Midnight Tournament will focus more on participation and fellowship than finals. Mm -hmm. Have some fun. If you have any questions about the format, please contact the judge. Basically, what he's wanting you to do is go and make use keywords and make a comic accurate team. That's what I get out of this. And, yeah. And build a fun team. Yeah, so, I mean, something like uh, by that time, uh, the Superior Foes of Spider-Man. So, like, a, I don't know, maybe a keyworded team with the Stilt Man. Yeah. <laughs> or, I don't know, maybe I'm going to show up with my Trinity of Sin team. <laughs> yeah. All that's uh, that'd be creative. So that's, that's, that's what he's doing. Now, that's all That's all we got set for Saturday ourselves. But I will point out that there's other things that are going on Friday. Uh, cool minis are not a running events. I'm not going to go through their schedule, but they, if you go into our site, there's a full schedule for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday by them. Um, and, and Howard, so, we'll post the we'll post the link to the thread in our uh, show notes for everybody. Cool. And also, um, dice addictions um, will be will be on hand again this year. They'll have stuff for sale. They'll be running events during the daytime, um, and then they flip over when we end our battle royals. They start battle royals. So um, 
they they kick in events after us that allow you to keep playing that night. You don't have to quit playing if you don't want to. You can keep playing. Um, and they have prizes and everything also. Um, Saturday, and this is a this is a really this is kind of this is interesting. I want to point this out. Um, Saturday we do battle royals and rock and rolls all day until close. Now this is very 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 important. Um, you just told me Jeremy was short five points. Okay, well, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, rock and rolls last year. As soon as the quarter started, we stopped doing rock and rolls. We have rock and rolls going past that point. So if somebody comes in, and even though they missed out on the quarters, they can still come in and get rock and roll points to qualify for the semis. <clears throat> that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. I like that a lot. Or if you want to be that guy who's like, you know what, while these chumps are trying to fight through the quarterfinals, I'm going to play rock and rolls until I get enough to just go straight to the semis. Yeah, that's my <laughs> idea right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you I'll could, pass you, I'll just go straight to the semis. Some guy gets 200 rock <laughs> points out of rock and rolls, shows up in the finals. Yeah. Well, you also have a situation where somebody, maybe they've already qualified for the semis, and they have a few points on top of that, they can sit there and play rock and rolls and qualify for the finals. Right? Yeah. Or uh, maybe they're in the... Maybe somebody like Dan, who's in the finals, can uh, do rock and rolls with uh, a teammate that might be pretty close. Yeah. And uh, hand over some points, you know what I mean? No, 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 can't do that. You can't transfer them. Oh, they're doing accounts. All right. Uh, Yep, that won't work. We don't give out the I'm just going to find my way through the semis anyway. See, now you know what Jason has to deal with our uh, weekly events. We We have to break everything. the loophole. Yeah. (laughs) Should have been lawyers. Now let's go into what I think is probably the, the thing that I'm hoping that people really enjoy the most. It's the thing that I'm probably more most excited about that we added this year. It's at nine. It starts at nine o'clock, and it's a team event. And um, these are three versus three. Uh, the same thing that it's it's Norm uh, Norm Barth invented this a few years ago at Clicksathon, and they adopted it at Worlds. And me personally. I enjoy playing teams more than I do singles when I go to Worlds. And uh, this is a lot of fun. You, you team up with three people. And for the people, uh, have you guys all played in the team events before? No, I have. I, I have played in Team Worlds. I've played and, team uh, Worlds before. Yeah. We played it at uh, Team Ragnar Brockelman won um, at Majestics in a team event this year. <laughs> well, it's, it should be the same format that you're used to. There are a lot of people. That don't that have never seen that. If you haven't went to Worlds, then you may not know what this is. And um, I think a lot of people, when you first read teams, the first thing they think of is that okay, it's two versus two with two people sitting across the table from each other and playing against two other people. That's not what this is. This is this is not the. But I, 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 that, I'm kind of intrigued with doing that one sometime or another too, but this is, um, I think, even better. I think it's more fun. When I, I wasn't sure about it the first time I played it, if it would be that fun, that after playing it, th- there's really not anything that I like better. It, it's sealed. Yeah. It, it, it's sealed. And, and basically what happens, you know, three of us sit down at a table, and we pay, it, we pay our way in, and we get six boosters. We all sit together and we build three teams from that booster, and each one of us will play one of those teams. Um, and there's a little bit of um, 
who does, well, I like this better, or I can play that better, or this team's a little bit more finesse than the other team. So you kind of choose which player plays what team. So a lot of times you have theme teams because you're, it's, that, that tends to happen also. And then you, get, you, get enough, you get enough boosters to actually do that compared to a regular two-booster sealed. Yes. You're pulling from 30, six times five, you're pulling from 30 figures instead of 10. Yeah, and, and, so. and generally it's, it's the odds of pulling just total crap um, go down a little bit. You usually, I don't, I, you all, well, everybody usually always is able to build something competitive from that. Um, so you build three teams, and you have three players, and you designate each one of you. And this means nothing. It has nothing to do with the one being the better player or the one being the worst player. Uh, and I don't even know if there's any strategy involved in it, but one says I'm the A player, one says I'm the B player. One says I'm the C player. And all that means is that when we match up against another team, then I'm going to be playing their C player if I'm the C player. You're going to be playing their B player if you're the B player. The other guy is going to be playing the A player. And it's really just a, it's a best of three match. Um, it's uh, that, That's all it is. is it, and, and, and cool. The, 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 when you play the other team, whoever wins, if somebody it's a bet like, again, best of three match. So if uh, you want to win at least two of the three matches there, and if you do, you get the team win. Uh, and that's the that's the first thing. So if if we go, if uh, if I play your team and we and we uh, beat you guys two out of three, we would be one and zero oh with a three and two record, and then slash however many points we accumulated. Right. Yeah. That's the tiebreaker. It's a it's a three system tiebreaker instead of a two-system tiebreaker. So cool. somebody that was three that had won theirs three and O would be rated higher than us because they were th- they have a three and O record even though we're both <clears throat> one and O. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it goes by um, record as far as um like three O's, two ones. Match, and match, then match record, then game rec, then game record, then points. Right. Okay. Okay. And then yeah. And then outside of that, it. It's just a regular Swiss. You, I mean, you you uh, you play Swiss matches uh, all the way through, and then you have a cut at the end. Now, if you read here, it says our uh, we're going to break to the top four, the top eight, uh, and that's depending on number of participants. We don't really know. Um, right. If we don't want to have, um, we we want to do it at the proper at the proper break point. And if we have a lot of participants, we're going to play that extra round. Um, and, and break to the eight or the four, whatever we need to do. And yeah. at the same time, we have semifinals that start later on that night. We will not start semifinals until until this is ended or until we have verification <clears throat> that whoever's left in teams are not playing in semifinals. There won't be a conflict oh. here. Oh, my goodness. So, like, it's not going to be like, oh, we're starting qualifiers for Worlds. Oh, it sucks if you're still playing nationals. No, we will not do that. <laughs> we will not do that. <laughs> Uh, we, oh man! We, look at that—an organized tournament. We we <laughs> realize that that could happen, and we don't want that. That's not the you shouldn't have to choose, and we don't want you to, have to choose. All right. right now, what we did a schedule change here. We were going to do dinner at five or six o'clock. I think six o'clock, and then we were going to uh, eat dinner, have our have our um, our entertainment, and then we were going to come back and start semifinals up, and. I got to thinking about that, and I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Um, and the reason is, it was uh, last year we had a late dinner. I don't think it started to like 10 o'clock, and we had our entertainment. And 
it was late for some people to be eating. I get that. But um, I want people to be able to come to the dinner, come to the show, eat, all that stuff, and not have to be worried about doing anything else or being rushed to get through to go get their teams. Uh, at that point, I want everybody to be having fun, relaxed. Right. And, and there's plenty of food on site if you need to eat earlier in the day. Absolutely. There's plenty of food everywhere. And But uh, this dinner, um, uh, it, it, the dinner is awesome. Um, it's it's ten bucks. You get you will not get better food anywhere, uh, and, and right there. And the entertainment is free. And we did the show last year, and everybody loved it. It's a lot of participation. You, you're not. Yeah. It's ten bucks for this. Uh, it's not. You're not for value wise. There's probably not better value there. Anyway. Dan, Dan and I were there last year, and we went to it. Yeah. And I personally have to say that was one of the highlights of the whole weekend. I've never participated in something like that. It, it, it's well worth your ten dollars. Yeah, and we actually our table actually won last year. So that yeah, we were on the winning team. Yeah, and it will you guys be had to win show. something. It won't be the same show. I mean, they have uh, Scott. Uh, <clears throat> Scott's going to be performing again. Uh, Scott owns Murder Mystery. Um, right, and it, it's all over the country. I mean, it's it's all in almost every major city has got Murder Mystery going on. So it, it's a pretty big deal, and the show the shows are. Are uh, high quality. I mean, I thought I was very impressed. The acting was good, yeah. and the way they did it, every, everything was was point on. I, I don't know how you guys felt. No, it was great. It was awesome. I loved it. I mean, it was great. I the was food, very the food was even better. Uh, uh, I've been to a lot of uh, corporate events and things throughout my uh, uh, throughout my career, and uh, it was definitely top five food that I've had at a at a uh, event like that. Yeah, I was I, like I said, I really enjoyed it. Now, so anyways, what we'll do is we'll do semifinals. When semifinals end, then we'll go to dinner. <clears throat> so ten, ten, uh, it's uh, ten dollars. Um, there's going to be a hundred people there. We have twenty um, twenty freebies, meaning that uh, we feed our staff. So they they're taking twenty of the seats um, and some of the media people and stuff like that. So we have eighty seats available. Uh, Tony has told me that he's going to create. A um, something where you can pre uh, prepay for this, register, and all that stuff. Uh, you have your seat. Um, last year we broke a hundred by a little bit, not a whole lot. Um, so we're, we're trying to limit it. If we fill up and we and we can't seat everybody, we'll expand it next year. But we last year we had a lot of food left over, and it, and it cost a lot of money. So we're we're trying to hit it just right this year. Okay. Saturday wow, night again. My uh, goodness! Remember, we I, I should have seen those plates of foods that were coming out of the the line. Uh, Clicks players definitely know how to eat. I will polish off the leftovers. Well, yeah. I got <laughs> since we're talking about that food. That's the, the all right. Look, I'm a Southern boy. That's the best damn mashed potatoes I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah, they were good. Okay, quick, quick thing. Speaking of being a Southern boy, so. A couple episodes ago, we had Patrick on. He had never heard the phrase, were you born in a barn? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, uh, I don't even know how to respond to that. To, with the... We didn't either. We're like, how the hell have you not heard that ever, like in your entire life? I can't even think of anything equivalent to that in, uh, in uh, Cali. I know. I just, that's insane. Those people are weird. Were you born in a mega city with a <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with three NBA teams? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway, we got our show at ten o'clock, and I'll point out also 
again, that Dice Addictions kicks up again. They're going to have the Battle Royals. They are doing a midnight event again, and it's a midnight event, super qualifier. Uh, this year they've changed a little bit. Um, uh, they're calling it, it's going to be a special event so they can shorten the rounds up and everything so it doesn't go to like uh, – did it go to 7 o'clock in the morning last year? I think so. Yeah, we didn't participate in that particular aspect of last year. Yeah, I went to bed, saw some guys, and got up in the elevator and saw the same guys. Right. <laughs> and last year, so just to point out the difference between last year and this year, last year it was just a qualifier, and this year it's a super qualifier, correct? That is true. So Nice. So that that's, go, that's going on, um, and it'll be the, the first one for the year. Um then we go into Sunday. Sunday's pretty straightforward. We don't have rock and rolls anymore, uh, just battle royals. Um, and then we have skipped a lot of side events here too, didn't I? We have a side event. Uh, okay, there's a side event at noon. It's free. I'm, I'm back on Saturday again. It's a constructed side event. It's just 400 points modern limited. Um, so that's that's noon. It's free with prizing. Yeah. Um Five o'clock. There's also a um, a, seal a seal tournament. Yep, just a seal. Three, four rounds of Swiss. Twenty-five dollars. Two boosters. Superior foes of Spider-Man. Three hundred points. So we do have those two events. Um, obviously, the sealed cost, but the other event is free. Uh, Sunday, we have battle royals all day until product runs out. Then we have our finals starting at ten. Uh, We'll run four rounds of Swiss, then we'll cut to the top 32, um, then we'll break for lunch, and then there'll also be a consolation tournament starting at noon with four rounds of Swiss, and it's basically, you get to run, you didn't make the finals, but you get to run your team. Uh, so the- <laughs> yeah. So, Sorry. Uh, personal, well, that is, it was sad, because uh, Luke and I did not make it through the semifinals last year. Um so we did get the uh, consolation tournament. I actually won the consolation tournament last year. Oh, you did? Yeah. Hmm, you did. So um, I, I think my I one did. claim to fame is you gave out the jungle map last year. It was the first place. Yeah. First, uh, first, yeah. So you know, of course, your top thirty-two and such got the maps later in the day. Right. But the con- the consolation tournament was over at you know two or three o'clock or whatever, and uh, so I was the first person, probably outside of the rock board or whatever to actually get the jungle map so i still uh, as a collector i can be like this was the first jungle map distributed to players the uh the map coming up this year is going to be really cool i tell you that I, can I you did, can you can you give us anything on that at all come on zip zip, <laughs> zip. oh so it's something with zips <laughs> oh my god it's a giant map of pants <laughs> that was that was, I give you the one thing zip zip okay zip line it's a zip line <laughs> pieces can take a power action and zip line to the other side of the map oh my gosh that would be sweet that'd be the most played map ever <laughs> I know it I just make my pieces go back and take another power wee yeah. There's 40 minutes of zip lining back and forth. I, I want a rock map that is a bar, so you can legit have a bar fight with superheroes. That'd be funny. That's not a bad idea. Anyway, back <laughs> back to our schedule. After um, we we will take a lunch break at two o'clock, and then we'll come back and finish our finals, which would be the top 32 single elimination. And cool. that's pretty and much our schedule. Well, that's awesome. exciting. 
Yeah. Also, I also want to tell you that we added in um, – uh, it hasn't even been put up here yet, but I'm going to be posting it. We got Dice Addictions, and we've got Cool Minis or Not. Sunday also will be running X-Wing. They're running their circuit finals on Sunday. And That's cool. then there's going to be oh, – what's the game called? It's Machine uh, – War Machine. War Machine. Uh, they're running that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's cool. There's nice. Yeah. yeah, that is very neat. It's really turning into kind of its own convention. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's going past clicks and into everything. And we, I, there you go. That's we want the focus to always be clicks, but it just makes it more fun. Now the other thing is that I, I know that I know last year you remember. I don't know if you knew who it was, but that was my uh, stepdaughter that was Harley Quinn <coughs> last year that was doing all the photos. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, this year. She can't be there. She actually works for me now, and uh, she won't be able to get off. Um, so uh, Terry is assembling, and I, I don't know that this is finalized <laughs> or not, but there should be a cosplay group there. And the cosplay oh, cool. group, will, um, they'll be passing out the swag bags when people come in, and they'll be meet and greet, point, and be taking pictures all weekend. My mind totally went to the wrong place the second he said Terry. <laughs> I was like, please, God, no. Not Terry in a Harley Quinn costume. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be interesting. <laughs> I bet if there was any man on the planet that could pull off a Harley Quinn, that'd be Terry. Terry is a pretty impressive cosplayer. Yeah. I like his Captain America cosplay. Well, I think I don't think there's any better Mr. Incredible than him. I mean, he looked... Oh, right? He was fantastic. Oh, yeah. He was talking Gen Con as Mr. Incredible one year, and yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're looking forward to to Rocktober. Uh, so it's gonna be a good time. Uh, uh, I think the big thing for the other games being ran. So I talked to somebody at Kokomo yesterday, and you know he had his wife there. I'm like, well, why aren't you playing? And she's like, well, I like to play X-wing. I think uh, it was. And I'm like, well, uh, something having side events at your clicks event, you know, might interest the other gaming wives. And you know, I don't see that you're doing some board game events. Um, as well uh, on the schedule, so uh, you know I had to give fun for the whole family. As yeah. Well. well, I know that uh, I, I know that Cool Mini or Not has uh, demos going all weekend, and they have stuff to, that they're selling, and they have events that they're also running. And I, I, I I've seen some of their games, and I think they're pretty cool. Um, so I, I know that anybody, any anybody that's wives or anything and go over there and have fun they also are uh, i know that dice addictions is uh, got somebody that's there to teach people how to paint so i mean there's painting going on over there too oh sweet that is pretty cool i've always uh been pretty bad at that stuff <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah that's why i play clicks and they're pre-painted <laughs> right <laughs> i guess you can paint the variant they also got pickup magic tournaments going over at dice addictions so, i mean there's a little bit of everything there there's a smattering of everything, so I don't. I think anybody, if you don't play clicks, I mean, we want everybody to play clicks, obviously. But if you don't, and you want to do something else, it's a it's a cool place to come hang, and there's plenty of things to do. Yeah, yeah, good definitely. deal. And, and again, a brilliant idea. <laughs> what I've always said, and I know you guys have heard me say this. I know that Jason has heard me say this. David probably too. But the, and you can tell me if, if, if we accomplished this. The idea of how I how I set everything up was to have a casino-type feel. When you go to a casino, you check into your 
room and you can walk to your room. You go down there and game. You get tired, you go back. You got food, you got a bar, hang with some guys, go back, play some more games, go to your room, blah, blah, blah. It's all encompassing. You never have to leave and everything's right there and you're, and you're always comfortable. And that's what I wanted. I wanted everybody to feel like they were at a casino. Yeah. Three days and they could play games constantly. The only reason you should ever leave the hotel is to go to the Village Burger. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. You know, Otherwise, I agree with you, but I'm telling you right now, these West Coast people are in love with Waffle House. They think Waffle House is the best. <laughs> well, so we're well, actually, Waffle we're, House is great. Yeah, we're, we're actually far enough lose. north where we're at is that we don't have any Waffle Houses near us, near uh, Big Bang or anything. Well, well, we, we, we did. Have two we we did, houses. and they went out of business. Yeah, Way too really. many meth heads around here, though. Yeah. yeah. We have they a lot of not. I like Waffle House, but it's not a big deal. But these guys come in, start drooling on the airplane flights uh, because of Waffle House. Well, I did I did too. I mean, just being from up here, I'd never been to a Waffle House you, a, until Rocktober last year. I pity you. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was good. That, it was yeah. good after we finished the Super Qualifier at like 12.30, we went and ate Waffle House. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I love, some, I love me some Waffle House. Right. I'm smothered. Gosh dang, now you've got to think about Waffle House. Why would you do this to us, Howard? <laughs> hey, we got a Huddle House coming to Orangeburg. Woo! Huddle House is good, too. What's Huddle House? It's just so, uh, very what, similar uh, to Waffle House. Very similar. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what, are you, uh, what are you guys thinking about uh, for the future after Rocktober? Well, I'm glad you said that uh, because it, I've got like five or six subjects that we're discussing. I also will say that this year we've discussed the, the least amount of things at the end of the year that we ever have. And that means I'm, things are going well. <laughs> well it, I just think that there's just not. I think that we don't have as much to change. Um, but we have some things that are maybe a little controversial um, that are that are coming about or a little that, that's good for discussion. Um, I'll, I'll tell you about each one of them. Uh, the first one uh, that we'll go into that we, we've already touched on a little bit earlier is format, and we haven't really decided any, anything yet there. Um, I, I think last year worked. I think we could leave it alone, and it would work again, uh, but we might tweak it a little bit. Um, I know you guys are pitching 400. Um, I don't really have a problem with that. I can tell you that Patrick is pitching Silver Age. Um, he's, and when I say Silver Age, we're talking about uh, sloshing up. He's pitching that really hard. But he, but it's not just Silver Age. I mean, when we say Silver Age, it's not Marvel and DCO only. It would also go over into all the other games. So I don't know how I feel about that. I'm still, uh, we started this conversation just before I went to Florida, and I and I know there's responses there I haven't even read yet. If we are discussing, that's 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 in the discussion. Got to be one of the first things that we decide uh, because everybody wants to know what are we doing next year. Um, the, the second the second thing that uh, we're discussing is dice, okay? Um, okay. <laughs> the ever popular. Uh, uh, My rock dice yesterday rolled balanced. There you go. Well, this this is what I'll say about the dice. Um, there is an argument of of validity about rock dice in the fact that all rock dice maybe are not created equal. Maybe most of them are created pretty equal, but may, I don't, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that all rock dice roll bad or all rock dice roll good. That's not true. But I do know that there are some possible flaws 
in some of them. Okay. Right. Every time that somebody's told me that these dice are bad, I've asked them to bring them to me. They brought them to me and we rolled them together and they rolled perfectly. And so I haven't seen I, I, being uh, in, in the dice field and studying dice and statistics and being a former, I used to play craps a long time ago. Dice have no memory. Dice are streaky. Uh, you can't measure a, a tournament. You can't measure a game and say these dice suck. You have to. Right. It's it, it's a long, long, long period of time. Get, give me a thousand rolls. Give me ten thousand rolls. Then, it, it, statistic. If the statistics point towards the dice being bad, I believe you. You just you can't do it that way. But that being said, I will also tell you that that there's a possibility that some dice are these are not precision dice we can't afford precision dice so therefore i i i I accept the validity that there may be uh some dice that aren't as good as others so we're going to solve that problem i think uh we'll do it with the rock cup and we're probably going to do it with the rule change next year and that you have to share rock dice uh yeah that means that okay maybe this is this pair right here is not as good but you know what you're sharing the same not as good pair and right, and then what if one person rolls good and the other rolls bad? Then it's then we know it's just you who sucks and not the dice. <laughs> exactly. So we're gonna do we're gonna we're going to do that rule, and I'll also say that we are looking at another dice company that will probably go into effect away from Chessex, who we've always used, um, uh, probably towards the end of the year. That's not firm yet. We're we're just we're just talking to them, but we're. We're going away from them, not because of defective dice, which is what a lot of people will jump up and say, but we're going away from them because of customer service. Um, we've had some issues where we've placed our order way in advance and got the dice late and had to hold up kits and not gotten the kits out when we wanted to get the kits out, and we don't like that. We want the kits to be to the venues early enough that if there's a problem um, that that we can fix it, and also we don't want the venue to feel stressed because they're waiting for their kit to come in at the last second. Um, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So that that's so there's probably a dice change that's going to come up, and the guy and, the, and we're told that the, the guy's telling us he can match the prices, and he owns a, a bunch of dice companies, and that he and that he can do any anything that all the things that we've been doing he can do. So. Yeah, we're we'll uh, we'll see that may that that's a probable thing, not a definite thing. Um, but in either case, whether we whether we switch or not, the rule is going to go into effect for a top sixteen, where you have to share dice, and I think it's a good rule. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's pretty yeah. reasonable and probably the best thing you could do to. Can we implement a uh, hand sanitizer rule? <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to have to bring your own, Dan. Hey, that's yeah. all I, I figured out how to beat Dan if I ever play Middle Rock. Wear I'm gloves, Dan. I'm my balls and then roll the dice. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that sucks about that, this is Kyle, by the way, is, uh, is when you get your butt kicked by uh, your own dice. That would be pretty funny. Yeah. Well, like I said, then it just proves that you're the one who sucks. <laughs> Yeah, so we have a late addition to the call here, Kyle Cooney. Hey, Kyle, how you doing? All right, how are you? Good. Yeah, good, good. we got him out of the house to uh, join us for the wrestling event tonight. So. Ah. Yeah, it should be good. Don't hurt him too bad. No, I'll try not to. <laughs> I got a mean stone cold stunner. I can't <laughs> promise anything. <laughs> so anyway, that that's those two things. Um, 
the other thing that um, that that's come about that's a little interesting that I, I the next two are are maybe the most interesting things. Um, we um, this year there's no Gen Con, okay? So the availability of at this point, at this juncture, um, the availability of con exclusives is lower than it was last year. Um, right, right, for sure. So we're trying to buy up and fill our, our uh, inventory up with convention exclusives. And um, some of you have noticed I'm buying as many as I can. I've almost, I've almost, almost got to where, I, where, I, where I've almost filled the order. Um, so I'm not worried about it. Um, it. This sounds crazy, but I probably saved money this year uh, by, uh, by buying the way that I did versus years before. Uh, anyway, anyway uh, that the fact that there's not as many, and also you have more sets this year than, year, than, than the past years. There's always been six sets, three DC, three Marvel. Well, now you throw in the Turtles, that's two more. So that means even like when we went to Origins, uh, that the distribution was spread out more. So uh, there's that means that the ones – I mean, Origins, <clears throat> there were some – the, the Con LEs that were released at WizKids Opens uh, and have been out for a little while, the prices are not nearly as much on those. And, right. and that, I mean, come on, man, you can get a Daredevil Con exclusive for like 25, 30 bucks. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, because there's more of them out there. Okay. Right. Uh, but the ones that were just released at Origins, there's not so many of them. And the fact that they were spread eight of them out. Uh, means that those prices are holding high and they're harder to get. Now, right. that being said, where my problem is, is I don't think I have a problem at all. Uh, we always put two in super queues, and I think that that, I don't think there's a problem filling that all the way into next year. But we do have a problem uh, with our regionals. And our regionals, right. uh, we're, we're, we're up and we're, we're probably going to do one more regional next year. Well, we are going to do one more regional next year. Um, and we're and it's going to be in the Pacific Northwest. Um, oh, that's cool. And that that'll, that'll bring us up to eight. Okay, well, now to keep the I couldn't we couldn't put eight convention exclusives <clears throat> in the regional kits, even though that's what we normally do. We put an entire set. So we we decided that we would exclude turtles um, in the regionals. But that being said, that's still six that go in those kits, if you go six times eight, that's 48 convention exclusives. And with us having the problem of, uh, we, we don't know what WizKids is going to do. We don't know what they're going to run. We don't know if there's going to be, if the availability is going to be more. We only know what's right here. So what we have right now, what I want to do is I want to uh, reduce the price of regionals no. by, about, by about 300 bucks. And then, then um, we can either tell the venue to offer cash prizes. Uh, but my original thoughts were to throw in cases uh, in, in, in lieu of those. In other words, the venue throw in two cases of the latest product. Uh, something like you get a case for first place, uh, a brick for second, a brick for third. We, the purchasable con exclusives is no problem. We got those. Um, so we're only talking about the winnable, pulling those right. out. So reduce the regional down 
and uh, offer something else in its place. And so my th- what I'm wanting to know, uh, I've, I've already pitched this to a few places, and I've and I've heard, hey, that either one would be fine. Let's, let's either throw the cases out or the cash. Um, what I'm gonna what I want to know first of all, what do you guys think? What are, what are your thoughts there? You guys want to go one um, at a time? Yeah. So, uh, Jason, being that you organize most of our events at uh, Big Bang, what do you think? Uh, well, I mean, you know, Howard's been to our events plenty. He knows we already do cases, right? Usually on top of everything. I think as far as cash versus cases, we'd rather just do cases. Uh, <clears throat> money sometimes presents an issue for some people. True. Yeah. Uh, but what about I don't know if any, any laws or anything like that. Would be involved, but I think I'd rather go cases. Uh, reducing the cost to seven hundred dollars is uh, great, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I think our store owner would agree. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, me and Jason were kind of talking about it earlier, and uh, you know, um, me, I personally, I don't even go to Rocks for the prizing. <laughs> I mean, I, I go there to see everybody and hang out and have a good time and and play the game, and you know, in the end, if I win something, that's great, and. Uh, you know, if I don't, I, I still had a great time. Yesterday, um, I chose a T-shirt over uh, con-exclusive purchasable uh, Doctor Strange, you know? Uh, so if, if ne- never to hear that. What's up? Oh, I got uh, ninth. Okay. I had to play both my own teammates. <laughs> Daniel and who? And uh, Luke Shockley, who was running a, uh, a um, Proteus-piloted Quinjet just like me. All right, cool. So you ran the jet. All right. Yep. Oh, I know your team. Right, yeah. I wrote a Majestics article on it. Yep, I know your team. All right, well, go ahead. Continue. Yeah, Uh, so, I mean, I would agree that uh, I'd rather – if I would get cash, I'd probably spend it on sealed product. So uh, (laughs) just go ahead and give me the sealed product anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I have to go with the uh, product too because I'm kind of like on David's boat. I mean, winning and stuff's cool and all, but uh, I just like playing, yeah. and I just would rather have the product because I just mean to have more more pieces to play with. Yeah, you know? Kyle, I think that goes back to that whole thing that I'm a little worried about. With I know you guys talked about it a lot, Howard, uh, when the the money came about, and Pat, you know, had won. Yeah. Um. You know, it presents, like, I don't want to say an integrity issue, but even, like, sealed product or even if the store owner wants to pony up and do store credit, I think would be a better option. I mean, I know, you know, sometimes... You're saying people would be, like, on realms, like, oh, yeah. Patrick won three tournaments this year. Where'd the, where'd you the, know, like, where'd the cash go? Right, like... Even though it's another damn business, because if Patrick wins the freaking tournament, he should be able to go spend it on blowing hookers if he wants, you know. But yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> but that but that goes back to. That, I'm glad you said that because that's a very valid point. You yeah, know, if uh, if they think they should have, uh, they think they could do better and uh, earn the cash, then they should have showed up and rolled. Exactly, the which Correct. which is what we think. But as we all know, the people who complain online are not the people going to the tournament. And well, play. No, I'm they're so just a bunch of trolls that. that don't get out. I'm, I'm so <laughs> glad you said that because this is what I'm going to do. I told David okay. this earlier. Uh, all all of you guys will be invited to this, but I'm going. I'm not going to realms with it. I'm going to go to Facebook, and I'm going to personally invite rock players onto a conversation. I don't know how many people I'm going to have. It might be 50 to 100. Um, but I'm going to personally start a thread 
a conversation, a big group conversation on Facebook where we're going to discuss this this very subject. And, that, and the reason I'm doing it that way is I want to hear from players that actually play. Right, yeah, yeah. which is great. Yeah, that's, that's what the whole rock is based off of, and that's why it's successful is because it's four players by players, and everything's done in the interest of players. Yeah, exactly. You know, Howard, what if even instead of, like, the cash, I know the sealed product is probably going to take the cake, but even even offering maps for a full top 16 versus top 8, or hats, shirts, some other swag that's actually in the in the kit. Well, see, that's like in, increased swag, less yeah. LEDs. Yeah. That, what I, what I, that's what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to suggest these things and talk, and I want to hear what people say and counter with and blah, I don't like that idea. What about this? That's what I want to do, and then I, then I think we can take that and, and go somewhere with it um, and, and see if we can't make it better. And I don't know that, you know, let me ask you a question, Jason. Uh, okay. Actually, all you guys. Um, let's just say that I had plenty of con LEs. Let's just pretend that, that this wasn't an issue. Would it be better? Would you guys prefer to have those six con LEs in there or two cases in there as prizes? Hmm. Of the newest set? Yeah. Every, every time? That is. So, so like if we had one like next month and it was – you could have the six Connellys or two cases of Superior Foes. Which one would you pick? Yeah, let me let me review this. Let me let me okay. Sure everybody understands this. Okay, <clears throat> our, our the way that it's distributed right now, we have all the purchasable Connellys, which we still yep. have, and then we have the six winnable Connellys that are in our prize package. And then what happens is if you if you win first place, you get to pick four of those, uh, whatever four you want. And then it drops down. I think the second place it gets to pick three, and then third place it gets to pick two, and then I think fourth place gets to pick two, and then everybody else gets to pick one. So what would happen here is we would make adjustments at the top, and it would be something like a case to first place, a brick to second place, a brick to third place, something along those lines. And then is this is okay? So is the con LEs. Like some of the purchasable ones still in there? They yeah. still are. They yeah. will still be drafted. Okay. Yeah. But there are both winnables and purchasable. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I personally would probably take the sealed product. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and we might be a little tainted because we were looking to have to run a WKO, so we got a bunch of right, yeah, right. that sort so of stuff. I, I think it, but, I like I like both options. Yeah, I like both. I like having the option of having either one. I think it's, it appeals to a wider audience that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, even so, even the Con LEs, right, may not apply to everybody. But even if you think about a local store, uh, generally if it's a Marvel or a DC set, there's going to be somebody in the store that would say, oh, I'm a big Marvel fan, or, hey, I'm a huge... Uh, you know, world's finest fan, or you know, think about what we had this year. Or you have people like me who, when, whenever Superman, Wonder Woman, and World's Finest came out, I was rolling in dough, and I got like two cases of each. And now Superior Foes is coming out, and I'm like, I just don't have enough money to buy any of it. Right. So, like for me, if I won a tournament, I'd be like, give me a case of that, because well, I have none. <laughs> well, let me make make me sure you guys understand. You'd only be replacing the the winnable ones. You'd still have the purchasable ones in there. For example, yeah. First place would probably get two of the purchasable plus a case. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's that's a good option. Yeah, that's yeah. fine with me. Yeah. 
So Plus, I love so opening is that, up those is that better? My question is, is, is two purchasable LEs in a case better than two purchasable LEs and two winnables? I think so. I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool with it. What yeah. do you think, Jeremy? Uh, definitely. I just more 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 uh, pieces I can get my hands on the better. That's how I think about it. Well, I mean the new sets. He I does mean, like handling things. Honestly, you can you could prob- there's a possibility in that case of pulling something better than the con exclusive anyway. I mean, I mean true. World yeah, finest. that's true. You can hawk it up on eBay and yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, especially yeah, and get the con LE that you look want. at that. Especially card I pulled. <laughs> yeah. if you're, if you're, if you're really smart, like some venues up in, up in Kentucky that I know. Um, you would schedule your uh, super qualifier uh, probably right after a release to where you benefit running your side events and not to mention makes that uh, first place prize look even bigger. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. And especially from a competitive standpoint, uh, the Con LEs are a very small set of known competitive type figures, but what's in the case is definitely probably more competitive than the winnables or the purchasables. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point because, I mean, we're all rock players. How many of us have been playing winnable con LEs on our rock teams? Not many. No. no. There's all right, but how come out there that end up being meta, but uh, the ones that are are really good. Uh, they're either. Right, most exactly. What oh, do you say maybe a ratio of 1 out of 15? Uh, easily, yeah, probably. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, uh, we could probably. Dr. Fate and Hawkman. Okay, Faust before the ban was yeah. meta, but he was purchasable. So right. let's just go winnables. Winnables. So Hawkman. Well, I mean, Hawkman. I mean, Batmite was, was one. Batmite. Batmite. Bat Hawkman only off an ID card, and that's dependable. That's dependent. I right. Mean, some people don't run him. I know we're a fan here. I think Bathound may be meta. I think Bathound may be. Shuma was purchasable. Though. Yeah, Batham, Batham may be one that you'll see show up, yeah. yeah. Right, it's too early to tell Because he's a cheap him. and good sport piece. And he's uh, a detective. Yeah. Detective dog. I'm going to just, you know, throw, him, throw the... Don't say uh, turtles. <laughs> yeah. Do not say turtles. Casey Jones, I think... He hasn't proven himself yet. He hasn't proven himself, but I, I think... But you know who could do it, Kyle? Given a chance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you whack somebody for 10 damage in a turn... Oh. Great, yeah, but I mean, there's definitely stuff there. But I mean, I just they're not as mint much. There. No, right. I I think I think the sealed product is is definitely good. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to hurt anything at all. I don't think attendance will go down if it goes from um, you know, uh, winnable LEs to sealed product. No. Nobody's going to be like, oh no, not a case of the newest set of hero clicks. Yeah, yeah, that I can't hawk up. Then you do well, we got you're talking tax forms and yeah. other things. And yeah, we got so Howard, I, I did have a question for you yeah. this weekend. Move on to the next thing. So I know what's been important to me, and I've asked you about <laughs> earlier this year, uh, player rankings. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will uh, I will throw out two things there, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, it's also something we're not really discussing the player rankings in there, but we're we're, we're we are discussing something kind of related, and that's the judges program. Uh, they're kind of all related together. Um, Terry has the judges program pretty much ready to go. Uh, he presented cool. it to me, I don't know, maybe a month ago, and uh, it, it looks good. And, and what it, what the way it works is that you, uh, it's a verbal test that he gives one on one over the phone to somebody, um, and 
you pass that test and there's also a written test online that you that you that you have to pass and um uh, that's pretty much it but it's it's kind of a it's a it's a more of a one-on-one given thing the old whiz kids tests were all online and, and i mean you could have somebody sitting beside you and cheat if you wanted to um <laughs> and i mean i mean truthfully i mean you could and uh yeah so so anyway this is this is more of a something that 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 is given out now the way that the way that I want to disperse that or to get it done is I want to get people, different people all across the country in certain areas. I mean, you know, maybe we take Jason over in Kentucky. Um, I've got uh, somebody over in, uh, I mean, Patrick obviously would be in California. And mm-hmm. uh, we've got a judge up in the Pacific Northwest. His name's Todd. Todd would be another one. Um, and, and some people that I know that are just really outstanding judges throughout the country. And Terry would administer tests to those guys first, okay? And then we would probably name you guys trainers or, or certifiers, I guess is the better word. And we would we would want to have a certain number of certifiers throughout the country, and then you would be able to certify other judges only as judges, not as certifiers. We, but we're going to pick and select judges that we want to be able to certify other judges and then go from there. And then we should, after we do that for a while, eventually we should be, be able to cover and expand and get all of our people. And at some point, require rocks mm. our judges to be at a tournament. I like that. I yeah, like that. I love that idea. It just adds to the validity of your events. Yep. But that's that's the that's our plan. That's how we how I think that we're going to do it. Um, now. The reason I brought that up, I mean, I know I didn't answer your question directly, but it, it makes sense now, is that we have something brewing. It's called the Rock Portal. I've got somebody out west um, that is a software guy, and he's, he's he's making something called the Rock Portal. And what that is is it's going to allow um, the venue to report on site at the time of the event, the event itself. Um, what I what I'm displeased in the thing that the thing that's aggravating with rankings right now, and I, um, I was keeping up with all the rankings, and I, and I got so tied up with doing other things that I couldn't. It just became overwhelming. The the, the reason that it's overwhelming is one, it's it's uh, you have to take all the information that's given to you, and then you have to put it into a database, and then that database, of course, makes the rankings. Well, that's one thing, but the problem is, is people don't report. So I have to keep up with everything that's run, and then I have to go and contact and hound people that have not given me reports. And yeah, yeah. So, so that's aggravating. And then, then honestly, I when I was doing it regularly, I got, I probably got, uh, I want to say, ninety something percent of the reports. That means that I was missing one out of ten, uh, maybe maybe a five out of ninety-five, something like that, uh, out of the report. So, but I was missing some. Uh, some people, right. Some places, just no matter how much I hounded them or what they did or or whatever. So, what I want to do is I want to, and this is where I'm going back to part of the rock, part of the part of the the. I want the rock judge to be responsible for doing this and part of maintaining. Your your certification is that you do this, so that right, when, yeah. So that when your tournament is over, uh, we're going to make it to where you can you can upload pictures, 
enter the information and everything on site, and it's, it's all nice and neat, and it gets transferred to us right away. When it does that, the rankings will be will be uh, will be set up automatically. We I won't be doing any entering. All I all, right. all then I have, the only thing that I have to do or somebody in the rot board has to do is verify if a if a venue is uploading their their stuff <clears throat> get a hold of that judge. Yeah, I mean, that's a fantastic. I for idea. one know Cincinnati has not reported on. Well, that Cincinnati venue went out of business. Yeah. Are you? Wow. Yeah, that, that's so. true. That's true Wait, on both counts. Jeez. Yeah, they, all the states, all the I think all the pretty much all the states winners at least got. I've got some because I should be a little bit further up there than I am. Well, that, that, there's a lot that the, the rankings are. They have not been updated in a long time. You might as well just not even pay any attention to them right now. Um, no. But that's that's why, and that's what we're trying to go to. And once we get there, um, then it's not such a manpower issue. And I mean, you know, you guys obviously know we volunteer our own time to do this, but there becomes a point where you're volunteer, volunteering too much time. And I think that that's what this is. And once we get there and it becomes more automated, it, it's just going to be better and easier for everybody. Right. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um. So I got one more thing um, that we're discussing that's very – this is uh, – I don't want to say controversial, but it's uh, – uh, the word that keeps coming out is it's a uh, slippery slope that, a, a thing that we're, we're tackling. All right. Okay. What's, what's wind, exciting? Wind, scary. wind is a person allowed to take back actions with at one point there's no rule there's no defined rule on when a person is allowed to take back or redo or anything like that it's basically uh, up to the two opponents when they're playing each other uh, because we're a competitive type uh, event and you see these you see arguments all the time I know Jason has like oh yeah uh, <laughs> yeah, way too many times. Yeah. Let, let me give you an examples. All right. A guy, a, a guy does a running shot to attack a figure, and he moves his figure out to x x to a point, and he's out of range. He says, "All right, I'm moving here, and I'm doing a running shot against your figure." Or he does a running shot, and that figure's in stealth. Okay. Can he take that back? Okay. Can he can he redo it? All right. What about if um, this happened in a, and it actually happened in a tournament? A figure charges another figure, and the guy doesn't realize there's a wall in between the two figures, and he moves his figure out. He says, "I'm going to attack your. I'm going to make my attack from here." And you could even say, Are "You sure you're attacking from there?" And he says, "Yep, yeah, from right here." And you say, "Well, you can't attack me. There's a wall between. Mm-hmm. You've already moved your figure out. You can't take it back. He's stuck." Okay? Yeah. All right. Sucks to be that guy. Well, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no defined rule here, um, and so you got that situation. Um, you've got a, you've got a situation. All right, what about if? Um, and, and these are ones that I, that I think that I know how, what the answer would be, but they're they're basically the same thing that I just said. I mean, most people, if you do a running shot and you don't have the range, they'll let you take the they'll let you take it back. Okay, right, okay, right. But, but that's no different. Then if you did a call-in on an ID and you went one square too many and made your attack, your figure KOs, there's no difference there. 
Right. Right. Um, I think, doesn't the official rulebook say that an action is not complete until that character is given an action token? As far as, like, a, you know, running shot or hypersonic or things like that? Okay. If that would be right. true, then how, if I'm making, if I'm making movement and I go by a figure with plasticity and I have to stop my movement, I haven't given it an action token yet. Right. It's, it's a very gray area. Um, yeah, I think, I think we always follow the, don't be a, don't be an a-hole rule. Yeah, don't, you we can should say always follow I, I, yeah, not everybody yeah, follows So, I mean, it. you know, there's very situational, right? In that, you know, if somebody running shots, um, and doesn't have the range, you know, we, you couldn't have, I, I mean, you, you, can't, can't, complete you can't complete your action. Complete the action. Unless so there's like a wall that, Right. You can be a dick and force them to target. Right. Or like, um, if somebody's like, okay, I'm going to running shot your whatever, I'm like, well, he's in stealth. Yeah, but you, can, like, do oh, run, okay. you can do a running shot and not attack anything. You can do, you can charge and not attack anything. Right, yeah. but in the end, it's, I think it's, I mean... It's, it's, it's going to be a gray area no matter what you do. Right. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I, think, I think the simplest... Thing, simplest thing that that would that you could implement, then it probably wouldn't be popular with everybody. Is if you declare an action, there is no take back. You messed up. You messed up. Yeah. That's, exactly. and, that, and that's all right. Let me let me throw this out there. So I I asked Wiz Kids, and I'm not going to say who I asked at Wiz Kids, but I asked this very subject, and I'm, I'm probably really, Chuck on one of these, yeah <laughs> one of these things that that I one of these examples that I just mentioned it was the one with the wall and the charge was uh, I asked the question. And um, the, the answer was, because this happened in my event, and we ruled that the guy was stuck there in the charge, okay? And the answer okay. was that you were right. That's what they told us. And then the next words were, but if you would have ruled the other way, you'd been right, too. <laughs> right. It was Chuck then. Yeah, it was Chuck. Yeah. So I've always, I've always used the, if you take your hand off the piece, that's, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not really fair because I can tell you right now that, and David has seen me do it. I know when I played him, I'm, I said, David, I'm just moving stuff around to figure out where I'm trying to put things. And okay. I will move stuff all over the board trying to figure my placement out and my lines of fire. And then I'll, and then I say, okay, I got it. And then I'll, then I'll tell David what I'm doing. You see me, David, it, David. David's not a dick either. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I know, but so, my I mean, point I think is, it's, I think it's, if, my the, point is, if you, line, if you make the rule that you just said, what I just said is a problem because the guy can say, okay, and then as soon as he <laughs> take my finger off, I got you. <laughs> well, yeah, gotcha, yeah. dog, well, dumbass, take his finger off but, of it. You know, you could use, <laughs> like, I've seen a lot of people that take, like, their poker chips. A lot of people use poker chips as action tokens. So they'll put the poker chip in the square. They'll count off the square. I do that. I and, map out. And yeah. put the and put the poker chip in the area that they want to place the piece without even moving it. Yeah. I, I, so, I mean, I think I it's, I it's think a gray it's a, area. I think it really it's usually if, if you declare an action, it. we you, you have to complete that action, but you have to be able to complete that action legally. So if you running shot the guy in stealth, is there a wall you can shoot? Okay, then if so, you're probably stuck shooting the wall. And, and it doesn't hurt as a player. I always ask, hey, I'm about to come in there and, and you know, like, let's say I have a hypersonic speeder. Right. All right, 
I'm just like, do any of your people have plasticity? Yeah. I asked this question before I'm, like, declaring hypersonic speed to come in there. Well, I, yeah, it's usually a thing you ask, right? I want to shoot this piece. Could you please tell me what defenses What are the defenses power? that are on this piece? What are things that could prevent me See, from shooting it? <laughs> I, I agree. And, and, but, but what I'm uh, Daniel, I'll throw back at you. I mean, what you said just makes sense. However, the problem is is that you can charge and you can running shot and not attack anything. Yeah. Well, then you're right. Probably... It's, so so what have you guys come up with? We haven't. It's it's uh, oh. <laughs> no, that that's what I'm saying. We're we're talking about it, and it's a it's that slippery slope type of problem. Is that if you put a rule in there, um, then you you this this is a tough one. I mean, I don't I really don't know if we want to tackle it. Here's my problem with it. The reason that that I don't I don't like the whiz kids when they came back and said if you did it this way that was fine. If you did it that way that was fine. So basically, it's a judge's discretion. And what I don't right. like about judge's discretion is that mean as, as a player that I'm subject to different rules every time that I go to a different tournament and whatever that judge feels. Right. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, you could go to your venue and it'd be ruled one way and go to another venue and it'd be ruled another way. And it's not – and like you said from the letter, it's not necessarily that one judge is wrong and one judge is right. It's just that it's some situations in the in the gameplay are just open to interpretation. Or I, I think we would all agree with you that uh, that wall got punched. <laughs> <laughs> we we may have been there. <laughs> said, somebody said that uh, actually it was Patrick, and uh, when I talked to him about that, and he he says the way they handle that is that it's your opponent, it's to your opponent's discretion. If you did something. For example, if you did that running shot and your opponent doesn't want to let you take it back, then you're stuck. But if he wants to let you take it back, he can. It's it's completely yeah. up to him. Right, and you you kind of have to gauge your opponent. And, uh, you know, there will be, like, times where um, people will sidestep and they'll be like, oh, I'm, is it okay if I take that back and sidestep over to here? I'm like, yeah, go maybe, for it, you know? Maybe, but, maybe the rule of thumb should be that take backs are in – are entirely up to your opponent, and right. he wants to take them back, and that the that the judge is going to rule every time that it's the discretion of your opponent. The only time that you would rule differently is if it really wasn't a take back. Like if you heard the story and like, oh come on man, that's not even a take back. All he did was point his finger and said that he might do this. Um, right, and I mean, yeah, a lot of the times it's just you up can to always, your opponent, uh, and you should never ever think that there's going to be like um, karma in take backs. So just because right. like I give you a take back. I never am going to assume that then someone else in turn will give me a take back. Right. See, so, so, you get so, three. <laughs> it's so it's 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 so tough. I mean, I'm sitting there as a player and I'm playing in the <laughs> event. I mean, for example, let's talk about um, uh, plasticity. Plasticity is a trap. You put you have figures on there with plasticity. You give them plasticity sometimes to trap that guy coming across. So when he the guy's hypersonic across the board and he's and he's got to go by your figure and you say okay well show me your path again and he goes right by your figure with his finger or whatever it's like you don't want to give that back it's like i trapped right exactly okay and right it, but in 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 a way it's it's no different than putting a figure on the top of an object and you got him in stealth and the guy runs up there and does a running shock against your figure that he can't do and it's like aha i trapped you you didn't notice that i had stealth What's the right yeah i mean it's one of those tough things like even yesterday in my last match 
Um, I, I mean, I uh, was going to running shot over top of some ants, and I was like, you know, these ants can do crazy things. I was like, do these ants have plasticity? Do these <laughs> ants have shape change? Do these ants have bloodthirst? Yeah. yeah, they have bloodthirst. That was for freaking sure. But yeah, I mean, it's something that you you know you almost have to ask all of those questions all the time because you don't know who you're setting across from sometimes and what kind of day they're having and uh, how bloodthirsty they are. So I think that without coming across with a firm rule, I think that it's your your opponent's choice is probably the only answer that I know of that we can give. Because right. if we try to, if you try to put in a, a hardcore answer, it, it becomes very it's 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 hard. I just think that it turns into a debate. Right, right, yeah. And then the judge has to get involved in. Oh yeah. Then so much fun. Yeah. But there's just some things that I just wouldn't let somebody take back, and there's there's other things that I really wouldn't care. I mean, the, for example, the running shot and range, I really wouldn't hold somebody to that. But somebody with plasticity. Um, I probably would hold somebody that if somebody went yep. and if somebody went outside their squares on the ID to make an attack against me, yeah, I'm going to hold them on that. Your figure just died. You made a yeah. mistake. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It it just um you know I've never ran into a problem with that before. I know there are some people who have, but in the end, I mean, you got to ask questions and you got to try not to make play mistakes. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about that is. Playing competitive clicks and stuff as long as I have, um, in in uh, in rock events and even in you know that that's the thing that's so funny to me is that people talk about um, some of the people that don't play rock and they don't play competitive. They talk about they don't want to play it because they don't want to play it because of the things that we're talking about right now that that people are right. um, that they are assholes and that they. Uh, are dicks and they don't want to. They don't want to take things back, and it's so competitive that you, that they hold you to the to the to the letter. You know what? That I I, I so much disagree with that. I see right exactly. Yeah. I, I don't see. Do I see some of it? Of course I do. But in general, rock play, whether it's at the World Cup or whether it's at a super qualifier or regional or national, whatever, I don't see that in general. I, right. I yeah, agree. those folks. Those folks yeah. got to get off the couch and get to the venue and try it out. I, I see much more of it at um, at the World Championships than I do any time at uh, at, a, at a at a rock event. Right. There's some dirty stuff that goes on in the big ones sometimes. Yeah. Like not in rock, but like the World Championship nats stuff like that. I've seen. I've heard. You know, people that place their figures and then lean down to get poker chips out of their bag and their figure's gone and they get disqualified because they're illegal team build. Yeah, so. I can tell you I can tell you that WizKids has loosened up and been more reasonable this past year than they ever have before. Um, like I know um, you guys know Michael Hilton, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, that was a big thing for Mike with his Gorotron. Yeah. Yeah, they let him use a different drone. I know. The, the Wiz kids in the past would never have allowed that. Right. And I'm glad. That, I was so glad to see them do that because it, it, it was fair. I mean, I, I mean, I can understand them not allowing you to bring in a, a piece that's like a very vastly superior to uh, to what you had. But, you know, the, the idea is to, to make this enjoyable and let <clears> people play when you can. Yeah. And I would have made that same ruling. Just use another drone, man. We'll overlook it. It's, a, it's completely yeah. okay. 
Well, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Howard, it's a you do y'all y'all do a great job. Y'all have reacted um, time after time to things that are hard to come around in the game. You know, the Faust, uh, the this recently the the, the changes y'all are going to do for states that we discussed, um, and you know, you guys are here for the players and. You know, we certainly appreciate it on our end. We we love going and playing and running rock events. Well, I appreciate but, the feedback. Speaking of Faust, though, since you brought him up, that's another thing that's on the table. He's probably about to be unbanned. Kyle Cooney is uh, yes! pumping. Right <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> I love oh, that piece. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. He's about to be unbanned for modern age. That's okay. I... The the thing about that piece is I liked him as a secondary attacker. Mm-hmm. That D20 roll, yes, it was amazing. But the entities being gone, he's not even that much of a threat as, you know, like he was anymore. Well, that well, Mario Rabbit was Raccoon. Yeah, and yeah. Raccoon being gone, too. Raccoon's gone. Indigo's gone. Uh, so, I mean... Anything he's... with running shots gone. It, like, the ability to give you running shot. Mm. I mean... That's what I used him for. Like he was a great perplex running shot, ten attack side blast I, piece. I'm an equal opportunity destroyer of plastic, so bring him on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> my my I, advice that uh, go ahead, Aaron. I, I, I there's a possibility somebody could play Faust and just have an unbelievable run of dice. I mean, talking a bit, but the but the odds are extremely stacked against him happening much more so than ever was before. Will he have a game where he rose phenomenally with the, with a Faust? Sure, he will. But is he going to go through a tournament running like that? Probably not. And he no. has he has a twenty five percent chance of hitting some or lower. Yeah, about I think it's like less than. Well, you have lower than that. He's got twenty side dice. Yeah, but he's yeah. got he's got five that hinder the game. Right, but they're Any, within squares then, now. Yeah, yeah, and they're within so, squares, and it's not even that bad. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. I, I don't think. That. <laughs> I, I don't see it as a big threat. I mean, somebody will probably play it, and and it's hit or miss. I, I think, I think if you're building around Faust, you're taking more of a chance in uh, playing that team than than another team. I, I think the risk, especially if you use them as a main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my my advice, and it's always what I tell anybody when they're thinking about a team build, uh, as long as your team can kill whatever's on the other side of the board, uh, kill it till it's dead. <laughs> and then if it comes back, kill it again, because eventually, if you keep killing it, it will eventually die. That's right, damn it. Yeah. So kill it and kill it until it's dead again. So that's right. Everything's uh, got a KO click. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <right>. not true. <laughs> Bizarro. Oh wait, wait he's gone. He yeah. retired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of like uh, Arnold from Predator, where he's like, if it bleeds, it, we can kill it. Jeremy's like. If it's got a KO click, I can kill it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, if it's got a, yeah, if it's a, if it's a dead man and a resurrection man and whatever, then just kill everything. Just so kill it quickly. Here, here is the most important question for me and Dan. Um, do we have four hundred limited to look forward to next year? That's not decided yet. That's not even. We haven't got enough deep into that to decide. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, at, on formats, let me look at something. Let me, okay. Let me pull this up. I actually need to look at what we did last year. Yeah, while you're looking that up, Dave and I will give you a 
uh, our vote for 400 Modern Limited. Yes. Keep that as a format. Yes, we loved it. We felt it was super fun, and there were more creative teams. Well, I don't think that we would do away with it. Uh, that's what I was trying to... Okay. So you... So you worst case scenario is, is I, I think that we would stay the way that it is, meaning that um, that you have... You have it's it's alternate for six months, so it's right. there. I mean, we had it there last year. It's an alternate, so a, a tournament can run either one. You can run a three hundred modern limited or the alternate. Um, maybe I don't know. Maybe we do a little bit of expansion of some other things. It just depends. I mean, we got silver age limited. We got four hundred modern limited. Maybe we expand it a little bit. Maybe we maybe we overlap a little bit more. Later. Yeah, and I think the last uh, suggestion we had was. Uh, just remember the the winter months. Uh, the Midwest um, can't run necessarily all those alternate months mm-hmm. um, because of the weather. Yeah, that's a good point. There are times in like uh, December, January, February where like we just can't sometimes get March. somewhere because yeah. of the damn snow. So we miss some of the alternate formats um, that are earlier in the year. So. Well, the reason that we turn it on to the 300 Modern is we we try to flip over just before uh, Worlds kicks. Yeah, out. and I think the 300 Modern time flip is great. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's the alternate format, the fun winter season. Um, maybe later in that winter season, some of those uh, silver silver age formats are available. Well, you got right now. I'm looking at what the Modern Age Limited 400 points that you're talking about was available in March and April. Yeah, it was. It was. We went to those in uh, uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. I just look at it. I have to look at it. When does um, when does um, see? Does anybody know when uh, Origins is next year? The date? Uh, it's at the same time. It's a, it's in the first two weeks of June. Okay. Yeah, so that's why we flipped over in May to give it a, a month go before then get everybody back right. on the scene. I think we have to keep that. I don't know. We will just have to look at it. Yeah. Well, Howard, uh, we uh, appreciate you being on the show today and all the info you've provided us. Yeah, it's been uh, a lot of stuff to look forward to. Yeah. I've got a uh, I've got a room full of guys here who are ready to watch some wrestling and feed their face with tacos. All right, you you guys have fun. Uh, keep uh, you guys look for the the uh, little thing I'm gonna do on Facebook because I'd, I'd like to get everybody's opinion on that. Sure, okay. definitely will. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm good and, uh, at giving my opinion. Yeah, that's one thing we are good at on the show. And, if you're not uh, you good know, at giving Howard, your opinion, you're good at shooting everybody else's down. <laughs> uh, and before we before we uh, sign off here, Howard, uh, thank you for sponsoring the show and Lucky Dice Games. That's uh, stores.ebay.com forward slash Lucky Dice Games. That's right. Auctions start at 99 cents and shipping is $3.50, right? That's correct. We went yep. up because the post office went up on uh, two and three ounce packages. I don't know if we, how many people are aware of that, but yep. you know, recently they they shot up their prices, so we had to go up a little bit. So that's why things are three fifty now. Um, also, make sure that uh, you tell her, tell everybody about our buy it nows. I've been slowly, slowly adding sets in every one or two a week um, that I hope to have uh, over a thousand items in buy it now eventually that go all oh, the way back. Uh, Back in the Hammer, Thor, got a lot of stuff there. And then I will occasionally run sales. I mean, I'll, I'll probably 
I mean, some of these items are only like a dollar. Some of them are like $2. Some of them are $3. But, um, like, I might have a Black Friday sale and knock everything off 30 Oh, my gosh. You just want all my money, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of Black Friday sale. Plastic, plastic cracks, stay out of the mall, don't get trampled. <laughs> I think it sells really well on there's maps. We have a lot of Buy It Now maps. Yeah, I yeah. saw the yeah. rock maps are on there, too. So Right. That's good stuff. I just mm-hmm. got in a. Uh, I just got in a. When I, part of going down to Florida, I just came back to visit my daughter. But um, I bought a huge collection, and uh, oh. a huge, huge, huge collection. I'm um, envious of how much plastic you get to sort through. <laughs> <laughs> this this one is uh, this one is actually better than a lot of collections. Sometimes I buy a collection and it's all in a garbage bag. Um, these, oh my gosh! This guy's actually giving me the cases with everything separated, so it's pretty cool. We'll nice. look for you to post it up on the store. Yep, it'll be going up. So, awesome. Well, thanks, uh, thanks for joining us, Howard, and uh, thanks, guys, in the room here for recording our uh, first ever in-person live together. Clicked off, and uh, we'll see everybody next time. Y'all have fun tonight.